What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, <laughs> episode 21. We got uh, the homies, the usual resident homies, uh, Casey, Joel, and Joseph here with me. And uh, today's special, just like all the other ones, but you know, this one seems like it's got some fucking weight to it. We got the legendary cattle decapitation death grind from California. We got Travis and Ollie from uh, up in Canada, Montreal. Fucking, so we got a, a Cali death slash fucking Canada death type podcast going on. Yeah. Another, inter, another international international guest for us, which is fucking awesome. But yeah, dude, um, you guys want to plug anything before we get going? You know, websites, fucking where we can get merch and all that cool shit. Um, yeah, the usual shit, you know, indiemerch.com slash capitation, I think. I think that's it. There's a, like, got a couple different ones, I guess, or whatever, but mm -hmm. now we're just, uh, you know. Is there like a central hub where everybody could see all those links in one place or whatever? Uh, link tree, but I don't, yeah, link tree, that's on, it's somewhere, but okay. I think it's on our fucking Facebook or it's something. It's somewhere like in our messenger thread. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely yeah. Gonna be easy to lost find. somewhere. Yeah, um, we're just kind of bummed that our last record got kind of screwed over by the pandemic, as far as not being able to go out and play it, because we were super looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, a lot of bands definitely fucking were set up like that, dude. With this, had yeah, I mean, dude. ours came out right in the big, in big, right before it too. So I mean, we wouldn't have been doing as many shows as you guys would have been, but we, pro you know, definitely could have seen some opportunities to get get out and play those uh, songs. Dude, definitely, this is gonna happen over and over again. Oh, that's all good, dude. <laughs> hey, anim anim we are an animal friendly yeah. podcast, which yeah. brings us to our first fan question, which this is God. Travis. Uh, <laughs> How many animals uh, do you have, and what are their names? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll plug our uh, our cat and dog, our cats and dogs uh, Instagram. It's at siblings in fur. Siblings in um, fur. We made nice. an Instagram for them because they are stupid cute. We have a. <laughs> uh, so this is Patty. She uh, basically walked. She's got an interesting story. We we um so we moved into this house and then like within a couple of, like a year of being there this cat just started coming around the backyard and we we're like what's up with this cat i already owned a cat from many many years ago she was old and uh one day this cat just walked in and literally walked into our lives just walked into the door and we we're like oh, oh. <laughs> and my wife had already been playing with her and trying to they're gonna get in a fight <laughs> uh, she had already been playing with her and trying to bring her or you know get get to know her and stuff so um we oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> see dude and that's nomi uh a couple years ago or a year and a half or so ago um he my wife was driving home and he was a kitten this big in the middle of the street like she thought it was a rag or something just she couldn't tell what it really was and then saw the two eyes you know the the glowing eyes or whatever and uh she pulled over and it was this kitten and this lady had happened to be out there and she goes oh are you gonna take the kitten and my wife was like well what's you know what's the deal and she goes oh the mother abandoned it and the kittens have just been living in this bush like on their driveway and she's like yes i'll take this 
you know, I'll take yeah. the cat. We'll find a home for him or whatever. So she brought him home and he was so obviously so damn cute. Uh, we kept him. Uh, he's a fucking terror. He's a, <laughs> kind of a bastard. <laughs> uh, Is that the constant territorial thing going between them? Yes. So obviously, you know, it's hard. It's kind of hard to introduce a cat to another cat's territory. You know, they're very Good territory job. animals. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up getting a dog between the time we got these two. Uh, we went and rescued this dog um, from a shelter, and she uh, instantly, obviously, took over our lives and our hearts. But the relationship that she built with both these animals is hilarious. They're just they're really fun to watch, you know. So we made an Instagram form so everybody can That's right. la- laugh with us, you know. We it's they're they're fucking funny, man. They already got me going in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what a perfect time like for that to fucking happen. Um, and then there's our dog Ona. So Ona, to answer the question, long story short, Ona, Patty, and Nomi. Nomi, um, he looks like he's one of those tuxedo cats. So we named him after this 80s, uh, this 80s like opera slash pop singer from Germany named uh, Klaus Nomi that we're big fans of. So we kind of looked like him so we uh we named nice. him that they're funny was the dog kind of the equalizer of the group just kind of yes like, yeah, actually yeah. yes and yeah. i wish she had been out here because she totally would have she, she gets all mad and she's a cop <laughs> we're at, when we're at the dog park when we're at the dog park she totally tries policing everybody else like it's fucking funny man that's she's, awesome she's totally that's cool. a cop it's funny <laughs> so uh ollie first time meeting you yeah man yeah dude sick to have you in on the fucking podcast dude thank you guys yeah i feel like uh, i'm a an outsider because uh we are a different country different time zone <laughs> yeah yeah for me it's but uh, we, it's 11 right now we still oh, speak the yeah. language of metal though you're still in a california band yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so, yeah that makes sense otherwise it will be weird <laughs> I, I met you in oakland so you know it kind of counts well, we call no, it Cali actually, Death, uh, but I we're going to branch out. I met you uh, at the Decrypit show in Montreal. Oh, okay. Was it with Vader? Oh, okay. Did you yeah, guys yeah. talk with Vader? In yeah, we did. I was okay, Vader in so, yeah. Augury, right? Yeah. yeah, I met you there. I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably me too. <laughs> I, I remember talking, no! talking, <laughs> yeah. talking to you guys. I was like, hey, can you see me? I met you too. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah, I met both of you. I honestly like, recognize you kind of, man. At I the was like, I feel like I met this guy. On the, the back alley. Was like, yeah. yeah. What was the venue? Oh, was it? Oh, Foops. Foops, yeah. Foops. Yep. Uh, mm. I think he's going to close room. down. I'm not sure. Man. No, oh, really? No. They, they never reopened since the pandemic. Never. Mm. When did Last the medley summer, close? Every... Yeah, it's done. Medley's done. Yeah. Uh, was that a long time ago? So, uh, medley oh shit is that because of the pandemic 10 11 oh damn yeah i i saw the last the last show it was the spice icon the spice icon <laughs> and uh, you know who did the the opening it was cryptopsy man oh, nice. opening for the spice icon in montreal it wow. was a big clash for us we're like oh, yeah <laughs> what is going on yeah. Flow, flow, man. He's opening for Despise Icon. It's crazy. <laughs> but, 
times change, you know? Yeah. Is that where despised icon are from? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to ask at one point, despised may have been an opening opening for cryptopsy as well because they're a Canada band. They were because I, uh, Cattle Decapitation, played the San Diego stop of the Suffocation Cryptopsy. What was that? Suffocation Crypto and Despised Icon? And and Aborted. Yeah. Killer fucking. 2005. We played the San Diego. uh, What? No. Like 07, wasn't it? San Diego Soma. They played the main fucking stage. It was for uh, Once Was Not. It was with Lord Worm. Jeez. 2005. That's when we toured with. uh, Suffo, the so, first yeah, time, I think we saw Suffo. They were, yeah, they were still supporting uh, oh, Souls to Deny yeah. 2005. So, yeah, that was that pound show that he was tossing worms at us and shit. Yeah, dude, yeah, I missed yeah. the pound, man. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every good, every man. episode it comes up, dude. We just got to keep talking about it, dude. Never let it die. I had a, I had a, I had a ambitious idea, but I just don't know how to start it. But that needs like that place needs a little mini dock or something like that. I mean, we all know each other. We all talk. We're here. We're here right now. You know, it's like getting the interview portion would not be that hard, you know, but it's getting it all together and fucking editing and all that shit. Like I'm trying to act like it's so easy. I've never fucking done shit. Well, (laughs) they're doing one for the showcase theater, a documentary. Okay. Yeah. I heard about that yesterday, actually. So they could do one for the pound. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's I, yeah, I don't know. The levels, what you know, like the popularity of uh, showcase theater versus how that how that correlates. But either way, that those places are on the same level as me. And I th- it, like same thing with like bringing these band underground bands and all the, and all these different bands on the podcast, trying to like boost it up, show people like what the shit that we fucking loved. Like we had such a passion for it. Like we don't think that it should die. <laughs> Sammy, right? The patty. Patty, Patty, I said Sammy. So Patty, what, up, Patty? Uh, what no. do you think about Patty? Do you want to meet Rufus? She wants what would she do? What would she do if, if Rufus came to the camera right now? I don't know. I, I, you know, you know, cats, they don't see very well things that are like a foot in front of them. True. I don't know if you knew that. Like it's, I, I just learned that like last year. Wow. So they don't like with her. I'll throw her treats or whatever. And I don't think she has a very good sense of smell either. So fucking, it takes her a while sometimes to find the treats because they're they're too close. They're uh, the way their eyes work. I don't think they see. I wonder if it well. has to do with their predatorial aspects, or they, have, you know, seeing small things moving from far away in the away. distance. Yeah, yeah. kind of similar. Is like the eagle eye. They got to be hovering way above, and they can see from yeah. that. But yeah, the same type of eye that works that way doesn't work up close. Yeah. I wonder if they can even see screens or anything. I don't know. Who knows, yeah. dude? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, I wish at least for like at least one day that there was a day that you know just live, just for one like day where animals yeah. could talk and we could hear what the fuck they have to say. Dude, my dog. Can you like, imagine all the bullshit? It'd be all sorry. <laughs> That'd be great. Jesus, can you stop jerking off all the time? Yeah. <laughs> don't you have a real job? <laughs> my, my, my dog watches tv with me a lot especially when anything like nature comes on or animals and stuff. okay and he freaks out and runs up to it and stuff and um i was listening to hate beak the other day you know and uh beak. Dude, i know you've told a me shout about out to hate beak dude, shout uh, out. number of the beak or whatever 
like yeah. their full length yeah. and uh rufus was just like freaking out like just running like the birds really he could oh, pick my. out the, the, oh, the, the he runs up growls. to the speaker and he like tries to get at the speaker it's <laughs> insane dude it's like funny. is it all iron maiden uh parodies no 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 it, it's, it's like it's like uh, molt molt thrower and like all bird related like, oh, nice. yeah, like songs and stuff. that's actually that's rad that's like uh what cannabis corpse right they did all the weed yeah references to, they did know, nug nug so vile <laughs> well, yeah so from they start wisdom, branching out right yeah I love the, from wisdom to bake yeah, <laughs> from, wisdom, yeah, from wisdom to bake yeah Oh, yeah, there's funny. a bunch of cool title actually. Those guys are definitely stoners because I've met them for the first time like four times. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally right. yeah, yeah, that's funny. I, I mean, it really, it's like it's fun as fuck to do a pun. So I, I back it sitting around just getting high and fucking going through the list of all the Cannibal Corp songs and trying to spin it into mm -hmm. humor. Yeah, why so, not? So, Tra Travis, I have a question. Actually, okay. I think Ollie, you were there too. Um, I recently saw a picture. Did Tool go to one of your shows? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole band? I mean, besides everybody but Maynard, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't the, do anything. Did you guys like get in contact with them, or how did that go down? I think Dave. I think Dave got a. <laughs> Sorry, this fucking water just squirted right in my eye. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry, Ollie. That's no, all good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I think Dave still about maybe not in touch, but I think he he does have a Danny Carey's contact or something. Um, they they, they got real what, real what? friends that night. They hang they hang out and they were like brothers, just crazy. Yeah, they're really cool. Uh, what was it? They were on tour with our good buddy, uh, Author and Punisher. Okay, mm -hmm. we had just done a tour with uh, Author and Punisher of the states, so. It was kind of like, oh, I, you know, and he came out and hung out and brought them with him, or they came later, I don't know, something like that. We were playing, and they came and watched and shit. How was that? Interesting. They're cool. They're nice dudes. Yeah. Did they cross their arms and get all close to you? I'm like, look of disapproval. I'm just kidding. I think I did see him. I don't know. That guitar player is really recognizable. Yeah. But um. But so is Danny. Danny I'm not really paying much attention when I'm up there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So much of anybody. Seven feet Danny tall. is a giant. He's like seven feet yeah. something. I don't know. Man. He's like super yeah. fucking cool, dude. That dude was fun <laughs> as hell to talk to. He's just awesome. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, we, we we partied that night. It was fun. But yeah. they were they kicked us out of the the venue, and then we're like, hey, we need to find a, a cool spot. Everything was closed that night in uh, Auckland, New Zealand, and we end up in a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. We went to a gay bar to get some beers because it was the only place open after I can't remember, maybe let's say two a.m. or something. Mm -hmm. nice. So we went to the gay bar. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. they, they got alcohol to buy. Fuck it. Yeah. I've had plenty of fun time. times at gay bars, dude. The alcohol in the jukebox machine. It was fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we owned that place. That's <laughs> awesome. Actually, Dave. Dave. Dave was like the DJ. <laughs> He, he takes loves. over the he takes over those he takes over oh, yeah. those uh what what do you call it? I forgot what they're called, but those machines, you know, the jukebox like uh internet oh, the, jukebox. The smart one? We'll be in like we'll we'll be in the most like conservative, like, you know, full on <laughs> like proper everybody's, you know, a bunch of old people and he'll be blasting in a wall waffle house or some shit and he'll put waffle on fucking house. 
he'll put on Lost Horizon or some fucking or <laughs> or, or Sepultura or some shit and <laughs> fucking so and then it's all eyes on us and I'm just like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't t- if you can't tell we're <laughs> odd man out as it is <laughs> that's funny. Uh... <laughs> That reminds so, me of this truck stop time where uh, we had a merch guy. This is back in 2004 or five, where he had huge, the big, you know, loop piercings. And uh, that was still kind of taboo back then. It wasn't like a, a mainstay like it is now. And we went to this like truck stop that had like this diner next to it, like in the middle of like Oklahoma or somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And uh, it was packed. It was just popping. That's where the bathroom was. So if you had to go pee, you had to walk through the diner and go pee. And, uh, he looks back at me. He's all, dude, watch the reaction I get. And we just walked in there, and the whole place got quiet and just watched us. Like, get the oh, fuck out dude, of here. Dude, I hate that shit so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. God. Those places are gnarly. Yeah, if you see, they would see California plates and, like, try to fight you at gas stations and stuff. And just like, dude. Yeah, they hate us. <laughs> out there. Yeah. So, actually, to bring it back to California, I – Go, I want to go back to 96 with you, or even before that, Travis. I want to go back to the beginning, uh, if you don't mind. And uh, you know, brutal us- death metal. <laughs> if it was, I mean, well, if it wasn't for suffocation, brutal death metal wouldn't really exist. But it, San Diego, especially, you know, Diego, uh, Maddie, and all those fucking dudes, Eric Fleecy, everybody, they took it seriously. Yeah. And they're just, you know, this place is responsible especially san diego it's like it's like it doesn't there could be a mini doc just about that you know like mm-hmm. there's uh brutal death metal i'm not gonna say it was spawned here because it obviously wasn't but what as far as it being something that branched out and to mutated, yeah you know the shit that i mean southeast asia like what the fuck happened there like <laughs> all these places that you know uh it really really blossomed and became a whole nother thing of its own and i think Brutal death metal is a genre, really. Um, uh, San Diego is has a huge, uh, in California mainly, but uh, has a huge mark in that in that fucking book. You know what I mean? Totally, dude. So take it back to when, like, what it was like, and you know, coming out of high school, you fucking fell in love in with high metal. school. Yeah. So I mean, we were I, Diego. I was in a band with. It was, I think back then it was called Stigmata and. Mm-hmm. you know ben marlin and uh just some other guys uh they went to it's called san pasquale valley high school san pasquale valley high school uh that's like the south i think what would you call it southwestern or maybe southeastern whatever uh, escondido um portion of escondido and uh i went to orange Glen. So with Diego, Diego lived over here. Actually, I live across the street from where he grew up, uh, basically. And uh, he was, uh, we went to school in Orange Glen together. And I think, I don't know, I must have been wearing a Cannibal Corp shirt or carcass or something probably. And he's just like, hey, dude, fucking, you like fucking carcass, fuck, bro. And (laughs) we talked about, you know, he was really into, you know, like, incantation suffocation all, all these bands we we bonded over death metal in fact him and i went to our first ever death metal show together um mm-hmm. entombed um yeah. a clandestine tour and uh i remember my mom was waiting outside for us this is down at soma in san diego when it was off market i think 
Um, yeah. What the, yeah. Anyways, whatever. Um, and they were going into that fucking um, that part from Phantasm, you know the yeah, yeah, yeah. and fucking. I looked at the, my watch and I was like, dude, it's 10 or 11 or whatever it was. It's like my mom's, I guarantee she's going to be out there. And I was just like, fuck, we got to go. Oh. Walk outside. Sure enough, my mom's sitting there staring at the front door. <laughs> uh, and then just the whole way home, we were just like, oh, that was so amazing. It was life changing. Like, oh, yeah. um, so we started, you know, we bonded over that. And then I was just like, well, fuck, come over and join my band. Um, I think we had changed it to strangulation at that point. I, just so you know, I do have a rather foggy memory. I'm 46 fucking years old, and you know, uh, dude, believe but me, it, it, I, it's, I mention mine all the time on the show. It's all good, dude. Yeah, it's it, it might be slight rough. I'm sure he'll come in, go, no, it was this. You know, this is when we did it, but for all intents and purposes, whatever. Um, and I, you know, I was like, you should come over and try out for my band or whatever. Suffocation or no, sorry. Strangulation. <laughs> and then he came, you know, and checked it out and was just like, that's cool and all, but we should do more like, you know, fucking suffocation-ish type stuff. And we actually brought his brother Joe over on the vocals. Um, change it to strangulation. And then that was it for a while. We did a demo called Severed Carcass Gardens. Um and I, you know, we were in a band for a couple of years. And um, I was a, no offense, Casey, uh, I was a typical drummer. I, you're not like this. I'm not saying you're like this, but when I say I was a typical drummer, I was a typical 17 or 18 or whatever year old drummer. I was hyper, I'm a hyperactive person as it is, you know, and pain in the ass. I didn't help them load. I, you know, that kind of thing. It was, we kind of ended up, yeah, we ended up being at odds and um, they fired me uh, before I got a chance to quit, so. It was brutal too, dude. I was hanging out at my friend's house. This is such a brutal story. Um, no offense to that. <laughs> yeah, I, we're all homies. This is totally water under the bridge. But it was kind of it was kind of gnarly, man. I was it. I uh, I was at my friend's house. I'd been there for like two days. Just I don't know, being a hoodlum. And uh, I hit hit up Ben. I'm like, hey, when are we when are we jamming next? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I was just wondering. I haven't heard from you guys in a while. He's just like are you at home? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, we left your drum set on the front porch. <laughs> I was like, oh, like you're, you're, out, you're out of the band. I was just like, are you serious? Okay, well, who are you going to get? And we're getting Brandon. I'm like, all right, fuck you then. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, that type of shit happens at that age, dude. I remember yeah, I, yeah. I, quit, I quit a band after, right at the end of a set. I said, I'm fucking out. And I just yeah, got off yeah. <laughs> on stage, dude. Yeah. I didn't make, didn't even men yeah. mention anything to the guys before. I was just like, I fucking quit, dude. Yeah. And, and those um, 10 you know, people that I, were watching us fucking they were like, oh shit. I, I, I pretty much, I kind of deserved it, but I was also kind of, um, I was, you know, I, I never could build up the wrist, man. I, 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 I they wanted fucking, uh, the way I always put it was they wanted Mike Smith and I was trying my hardest to give him Sean Reiner. Those two mm. don't really make sense. Yeah. You know, they, they want a precise, you know, you know, and I was yeah. sitting here doing all this hi-hat fucking ride work, you know, <laughs> and uh, I remember <laughs> Joe grabbed my cymbals and he's like, 
I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, stop with, stop it with the rinky dinky shit. <laughs> rinky dinky shit. And he's talking about this. You know, I was doing all this dumb jazzy shit. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I was trying. And, um, you know, it just wasn't driving, but, you know, uh, ended up, they wouldn't, I ended up, shit, their guitar player and drummer ended up coming over to uh, join this like indie rocky kind of band I was doing, just having fun, you know, just no, no stress, you know. I don't think Brandon, who was the drummer, who was the guy who replaced me, good buddy of mine, I don't think he could, uh, he didn't really want to keep up with the, what it takes to be a fucking death metal drummer, you know. It takes a specific type of person. I, I ended up not wanting to be that, you know, it takes a lot of, um, um shit what's the word uh well stamina which i had you know i was, I was a young virile dude but uh also commitment i think is the word to achieving a status that i don't think i ever would have been able to i i gotten i think i just got into too many skateboard injuries because the ends of like like i couldn't get that wrist down dude it it, it i could hear things in there you know popping around mm. So I think I fucked up my wrist, or maybe that's just my excuse for being a shitty drummer, or you know, not being able to keep up with the boys. I, I don't know, um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, they, I ended up jamming with those dudes, and they kind of ended up quitting Strangulation. So at the same time, that dude from Deprecated, what's his name, the drummer, Tori, Tori, Tori. I think he tried out or something. I, I remember him coming in there somehow. But what ended up happening was they, Disgorge ended up needing a, a bassist and a guitarist, and so they're like, "You're doing the shit that we want to be doing." You know, they were doing the shit that Diego had been wanting to do the whole time with Strangulation, from what from my point of view. Mm -hmm. um, so, the rest is history. You know, yeah. I soon after that I joined Cattle, and um, I remember sitting at this bar, Woody's. I went there with my buddy. God, I'm going to make myself sound like the biggest loser. Uh, I went there with my buddy. And this guy is a fucking, I love him to death, but he's a weirdo. He, he like, he had this, he did the Irish goodbyes or whatever it's called, where he would, he would just leave. He just stuck out. Yeah. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting there back then. I didn't have a phone to look at. I, I don't know what I was doing. Probably staring at my beer. I don't know. And I look up, I'm like, where the fuck did he go? You know, he just, up and bailed i'm sitting there like so i was gonna finish my beer boom doors open up here comes fucking ben marlin man diego and uh i think it was joe or somebody just like fuck yeah man we just signed a deal with unique leader we're in fucking disgorge and uh we got an album deal and this and that you know i was like sick They're like what are you doing i'm like uh, bands we, we're putting out a lp here soon it was human jerky the first cattle and they're mm -hmm. like lp that's weird you know <laughs> fucking uh you know these guys had it all set up so fucking um you know it was cool everybody ended up being where they wanted to be uh i was jealous you know self-admittedly uh i was just like fuckers you know they're doing yeah. what I want to do, you know, whatever. I've talked about it a couple of times. I had that same thing with my buddy, Dan. I, our first death metal band was Carnivorous, and then he ended up moving on to Animosity. And at that time, 
he, you know, carnivorous kept on going after him. But I, I just remember being that young testosterone filled fucking yeah. not fully developed fucking man, just like super jealous. Like somebody yeah. that I was working with, you know, caught the, caught the wind and they ended up fucking sailing away. And here I am fucking still working at it, but it's just like, that's all bullshit, dude. It's so bullshit. You, you should be happy now that we're old enough to realize it's like, yeah you're happy for yeah. anybody who fucking gets those opportunities you know but at the same time you know that competitive nature is what kicks things off uh, i i feel um in what should be a positive direction as long as everybody can jive mm -hmm. and dude it's like a healthy healthy competition you need yeah. that to uh, back yeah. then dude to, it was, you to do better things you know? well well back then it was cutthroat here in san diego and the reason why is soma had the fucking place on lock. Everybody wanted to play a Soma show. They were the ones that got DSI'd and Morbid Angel and Carcass. And they had, they were the ones that had the nationals. And the way they did it was they would have shows in this place called, place called Side Stage. Um, and they would keep track of whose name they said at the door. So of course, dude, Disgorge, which I think back then they were called. So Maddie was in this band called uh, Silent Ovation. And then I think they became the haunted, or, or haunted. Yeah. Uh, not obviously not the the one from Sweden or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the mid '90s, and then uh, and then he ended up joining Discord or forming. To, I really don't know. I think Eric Fleecy and him or somebody started that band or whatever. Or, or Ricky, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um. And fucking, uh, they would keep tally at the door of wh whose name they they said and then at the end of the night whoever had the most names i think we even got paid a buck or, or whatever i don't remember wh what that deal was but the ones that had the the most uh people said their name uh you know people at the door saying their name they got to be the ones to open for dsi next time they came through or whatever so what you ended up seeing was like a lot of the they always be the same bands i don't know how they did it but damnation has been i loved them uh still do um they, they always they're on like every fucking show for a while there and who would you compare them to real quick if you would yeah, never heard sound. Of them. you you no yeah they're, they they didn't break they, they they weren't a thing they were just in the san diego scene it was like a mm -hmm. kind of like a terminally local band um unfortunately because they they're the sound fucking, they could have been huge in europe man uh they had a few demos. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. They they yeah. had their own thing going, but it, it was very that's cool. Very '90s death metal. That's all, uh, mm -hmm. all I could really mm -hmm. say. Um, the dude wrote some sick, tasty riffs. But, anyways, um, so competition was always kind of part of it, and I was always I know I was always pretty damn competitive um i feel like that was always the, un the unspoken thing that was just happening you know just uh just you know nobody wants to come off as like a dick or or or, <laughs> or whatever some people did and and then you know some people were good at hiding it and, uh but at the end of the day everybody was pretty damn competitive I, i'm I, I don't know if i can just sit here and blame soma for that i i, I just felt like that was just a thing uh, it was harder to, there was no internet. So, 
you know, everything was done through tapes and stuff. So that means your shit has to look good or you have, you're held to a certain standard of quality of presenting your shit and, you know, CDRs and came in and, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember being like, like nobody was really putting out CDR demos necessarily that maybe a few years later, but, um, that human yeah. jerky LP, you guys self-financed that put out yourself? No, that was this label and oh, okay. See, cattle got a uh, cattle got a, a a head start because of I feel because um, of the locust connection, um, and uh, you know, two dudes in the that started the band um, were uh, in that band, the Locust. So that kind of helped us. You know, that's the kind of band. At the time, they, they all had all sorts of offshoot bands, and those ones would get popular due to their, you know, being um, members gonna, of that band or whatever. You guys were like the first death metal band I ever saw, really, because I was in high school going to the Shea Cafe and seeing the Locust play. So where did you live back then, dude? In, in Carlsbad, man. I grew up in I, I went to San Diego and Encinitas. Dude, this whole time, that's so weird. I thought you were <laughs> Santa Cruz for life or some shit. No, mm. I just, I lived in the Bay for like 10 years, whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, you guys like, I mean, cause like, you know, like, gr like growing up, like, uh, you know, we'd see like punk shows and this and that and different bands. And then it was like the locust, like, fuck yeah, that was a big dude, deal, you know? Awesome ninth, band. Ninth, 10th grade. And I was just like in high school, like go going to shows with friends who had cars that were older. And I was just like, yeah, it's so cool. dude. And then like, I remember the first time I saw Cattle, and you still had the long hair and you were like hiding from the crowd just like yeah this, this fucking band dude you were just like that's pretty uh like holy shit dude <laughs> it was fucking rad it's the first death metal band i've ever seen really man it's weird awesome. it's crazy yeah rad that's true i mean i don't really consider us death metal but back then we were trying to you know it was our, I, temp our attempt at death metal i guess i had that record too like way back in high school <laughs> yeah fuck yeah of course we all did cool my first was uh, to serve man, and then I quickly got the Human Jerky album oh, cool. on CD as soon as I could find it. I think it was like it was two thousand two, three ish yeah. when I was uh, introduced to cattle, and it was one of those uh, random flipping through the CDs and and seeing that dude cutting himself open, and you're like, oh, yeah. I want that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metal Blade really helped. You know, it, it was a tough up upstream swim. that was another thing too is that but, you go for the record labels and and when i saw it was metal blade i was like sold dude yeah man they, I, 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 they, I i listened to that today again actually and i was like oh shit i it kind of took me back to when i at first you know who i was at the first time listening to it and stuff like oh i remember just sitting in my old room just fucking rocking out to this shit and i could you know you just put yourself back in a different place at a different mm -hmm. time you know yeah. And that was one of those records and i didn't expect you know i honestly didn't expect it to happen i was putting it on just to refresh you know and i was like oh yeah this one actually puts me back in a certain place so that's pretty that's cool rad. i get embarrassed when i go back and listen to that old stuff <laughs> well dude it's they're all stepping stones if yeah you, of course you know, you know it's like you wouldn't but even that. then i knew better like Oh God, I'm not going to out myself on that, but <laughs> we, uh, we were talking about the competition the first, earlier. The first two records are yeah. very raw, very sloppy. Let's just put it that way. Well, you got to think kind of it of like this. Charming so, back then. Go off of your competition thing. So there's also a competition with yourself, you know, and, yeah. and you're also, com com you're competing with previous versions of yourself and you're, mm -hmm. you're con and with us, you know, solidifying a 
an album you, you ever go back to it you, it's just like you're gonna constantly nitpick the things that you could fix on it now but it's it's calcified it's done yeah um, man. I, I i like re-listened to it like this whole last week like pretty much every album and i was like oh dude the human i was just like i was just like oh, shit. i remember being back and seeing like, you guys playing that and i remember dude that's right. I, I couldn't even like, yeah. So I mean, that was, was my favorite record. Well, I've always said like, whatever yeah. our new, our current one is, or the new one is, and that one. Yeah. Um, no, it, it holds seriously. a special place in my heart. But fuck yeah, I would agree. Because it's the first one. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I was. Um, was it your first album, like first recording? No, no, because I. Well, I mean, no. I've done demos and. And shit like that i guess yeah, I'm a full land like full play or whatever yeah well but i also did like electronic stuff and shit before that that made it on the cds and stuff but it was my you, first lp there you go mm -hmm. yeah it was my definitely my first lp so that was that was cool and there's just something about the name and then that cover art that mm -hmm. just sick, man. stayed yeah. with me like it's it like, was oh my god <laughs> I, I like when two <laughs> things are they yeah. kind of fall into place and you didn't even, you know. Dude, hell yeah. It's just cool. And you guys remastered it recently. Was it David Taro? Yeah. Yeah. I was and he's it. doing Homivore now, so I can plug oh, that, I guess. Yeah. I haven't announced that or nothing, but we're doing the second record too. It's a nice. Death Pod exclusive. Um, yeah. Boom. <laughs> uh, we haven't really announced anything yet, but that's going to be coming up too. Nice. Hell you yeah, know, dude. it's with nothing going on with COVID and shit, it was kind of like, well, what do we do now? Well, I guess we could do this back catalog shit that's been needing reissues, or we did Monolith and Anthropocene last year or whatever, or a year or two ago or whatever. So, it's, you know, it's it's been needing it. So that's cool. Like, that's a good stepping stone until to get us <laughs> through this fucking big time yep. off. Yep, yep. Well, just- I have this I have a specific memory of you, Travis, of, at, at the Pound. And uh, it was like a sold out show. I forget, like Cannibal Corpse or something. And some guy was like fucking, like, like flipping you off or something like that. And no, or, I go, noticed go your, your spit skills were like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was backstage on the side and I was watching you guys um, play. And some guy was like playing or some guy was fucking with you. And you were like, you were like looking around and you're so bam, you'd spit at him in the, and hit him in the face. And then you'd look around again and go, bam. Bam, and you just kept nailing this guy in the face. I remember oh, that. Shit. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, you know, I, a sniper. I would never. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I would never. No, he was never... being an well, asshole. The guy actually, was like, yeah, hey, you know, fair game. You know, totally. No, Dude, he was definitely thing. deserving it. I'm sure yeah. you've gotten, I'm sure people have gotten a lot worse on their face than fucking Travis. <laughs> said, well, out of metal show. I don't know. I, is, I don't know what to make. Oh, with COVID, people. that's like a felony to spit. <laughs> I don't know what to make of what people are thinking. Travis, remember Allegedly, the teddy bear the what? in Germany, the guy with the teddy bear in front of you in Germany. No, no, the guy had a teddy bear and he was like, he was like hitting on you with it, and then you fucking wiped your ass with it. Him, like fuck you and gave it back to him that was so i remember like, a few years ago playing in germany and there was this guy sitting he was like standing up front at helvet that crazy fucking metal helvet bar is like the yeah the basement in the uh, it, it kind of is it, well no no not the basement in, in norway not the record no, store no 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 helvet in the Ober, Ober awesome yeah 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 but wasn't and, the show with Cryptopsy? 
We played there. I think it was. I think it was. This dude was standing up in front smoking and just like, oh, and it's just like right in my face. I, I mean, we, we, we have a no smoking like policy now kind of thing. And it was kind of due to shit like this. Um, Mm -hmm. It destroys the pipes. Anyways, um, the, uh, and later on, like at the end, he like came up to me, um, and wanted to tell me how good he thought the show was. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I destroyed him. I don't remember what I said, but <laughs> it, uh, I fucking don't remember. I just remember being like, I I, I got very American with him. I, that's the only way I could put it. I, I, I was just like, oh, you love me, or you loved it so much that you're blowing smoke directly in my fucking face. What were you thinking? And then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no. And He's I, like, that's how my mom showed love to me, dude. I was just showing love, dude. Yeah, so I, I gave him a bunch of shit, but it, in the end, it's it's all good. Um, but what? What, what is that? Going. What are you thinking, dude? I'm just... And it's just like... Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, you're already in a weird situation that dude's up there screaming his fucking head off and, 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 and you know, it's a bunch of... You know, anyway, yeah. yeah. people stand... It's sometimes like it, it feels so fucking awkward to be when the crowd's just like and you just tearing it everybody up on stage is going a million miles an hour blood's just fucking coursing through their veins every capillary of the face is pounding and they're just like so weird but last time was better yeah yeah All right. the, the german compliment or whatever. It, was, it was good but last time was way better yeah yeah fuck up um since you guys were talking about re-releases i just wanted to point out someone asks uh well it's not a it's not a question he just says re-release the strangulation demo i wish on cd diego and i got to talking about that years ago and um i i i have the tape i have the reel Uh, i have the stigmata reel too um cool i have the old reel to reel tape so that's the problem right there you've got a you've got a huge hurdle good luck trying to find a fucking <clears throat> um a, a person or a company or a friend or something that has a fucking uh a reel-to-reel like machine to pull Nate, those tracks from you Nate from montagony dude shout out fucking tell oh, us really? where you got your shit cleaned up for your dad dude he had yeah. a, I, he found a tape that his dad recorded way back in the day oh, re- oh shit because that shit has up. to be baked when it's that old it has to be um yeah he found he found the dude that that cleaned it up for him and he actually added some some drums and shit to the song and actually beefed it up and made that's it that's sick a, a <laughs> fucking present for his dad yeah dude i love that story dude that's the way to do it i just uh i don't i did i actually do know a guy and we had a guy do it on the homivore reel but we weren't able to grab all the all the music from it unfortunately um all the tracks but yeah it's this dude that rents his studio to fucking ross robinson one of the biggest producers in music (laughs) yeah so um but they had one and i don't know you know i i just know that they didn't have to bake it so the tape is survived it survived Mm -hmm. but most of them have to actually be in a fucking oven there's something about the um yeah dude it's an it's a thing old tapes they they it's got some sort of like oxidization or some sort of buildup or something that happens 
where if you don't bake it in a fucking oven, uh, there's of course there's the protocol to it. There's a, it's not just that simple. There's a, mm-hmm. a whole process, and I don't Special know temperature I, I only, and time. I only know the bait. Like I said, you know, you're gonna get some fucking uh, who knows about the information. That, it may get like some <laughs> kind of you know it might get all like the uh, you know moisture out of whatever's on it's it. It's some it, it's something like that. Mm. So they fucking you know it's something like that. Um, and it might be able to, you know, take whatever's on the surface off the surface without damaging the, the exactly, or, or or else it will fucking it'll just come off when it's in the machine. I think it's just all it'll fall to pieces or something like that. That's yeah. the way it was described to me before. Who knows how much of that's true? My stoner brain is just thinking of uh, cement right now. Yeah. Just like take the water out, you could just scrape that shit off, dude. But so old tapes like that need that process. Uh, probably need that process. This one strangulation that was ninety four, I think. Mm-hmm. Wow, so ninety three or ninety four, one of those. Uh, that I'm pretty sure is warped, as they all do. Um, so I know I have one of the demo tapes, but I and I have I own the you know I have the reel, but uh, getting that shit you know done right because dude, it would be. I, can me i would love to have send it to otero or or somebody have somebody actually make it sound decent you know that'd be sick so clean up my kicks yeah the song that's on youtube that's you uploaded i think it's on it's via your youtube channel there's one of the songs is do you know how that song got digitized and oh yeah i mean i so my i think i actually sorry I think I might have come up, ended up with a second copy, or maybe I just used Diego's, or I, I don't remember. No, it wasn't that. Um, I, I mean, I have a tape deck that can digitize to you, you know, a USB to the computer. I have that, but um, it would still need post treatment and and all that shit. I mean, we could get it out to people, but might you know. Might as well do it right. Like have it yeah. really remixed and, and the tracks pulled off and put in the waves and have somebody who knows what they're doing, you know, do it right. Uh, yeah, we'll reach out to Nate and see if I can find the guy that did it for his dad because he said the same thing. It was like from the 70s or something. It was like something yeah. that his dad played for Father's Day. He like found this tape, like remastered it, did it all sweet and gave it to him for Father's Day and shit and just spent yeah. that. I mean, it's a lot of money, but he definitely like, you know, it's doable. I know there's a guy out there in San Francisco that can do it. Yeah. So we'll reach out and see if we can find that for you. That'd be sick. I, I now I gotta remember where the tape is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to look for it, right? <laughs> no, oh no, no, no. Uh, I know somewhere in the fridge. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. <laughs> next to the oven. It's in the I've, oven. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got it. I've saw. I, I saw it recently. I, I took pictures of it and put it on like Instagram or some shit at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta see if it needs to be baked. I'm sure it does. And I think it's like most recordings 96 on and and before or some shit need usually need to be big. Fuck but, yeah. And I think it was one inch reel. Nice. So are you guys working on, I mean, you have, what is it, nine albums out right now? Cattle? Um, I, I think, yeah, nine. I think I yeah, counted it earlier. I forget. We're, we're working on the, the next one. We, nice. I mean, we're song th- we're on song three now, actually. <laughs> Nice. Um, Red. Usually we'd be on tour, 
you know, we, yeah. we were supposed to be on the road until the end of next year. And then we decide if we want to use that time to write, take a year off or whatever, like we always do and write a new record. So recently we did the math and talked to Metal Blade and it was just like, if we want to be on schedule and not have a fucking five-year gap between albums, we're going to need to do, we need to start right now, actually, and have it recorded yeah. this time next year. Right. The yeah. reality now. So that's what we're and doing. The fact we are, also we are living right now, something really like unusual, a bit yeah, strange. It's so it's, never a, it, 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 it's just inspiring in a way. Yeah. It's I more mean, inspiring I, than being in a fucking bandwagon for a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to lend itself. It's going to lend itself yeah. to the concept of the next record for sure. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. I'm stoked on that. I pretty much have all that shit figured out. I do need to come up with a title. I don't know what the fuck it's going to call, be called yet. I'm trying to work How's on you, that. How do you usually find your titles? Is it somewhere within the lyrics? Dude, Anthropocene took a while. Um, and Death Atlas was figured out before we even um, started writing it. I knew that's what it was going to be called. Um, I have this like thing on this file on my phone that has... 150 or 200 fucking song titles or potential yeah 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 the whole and concept and the everything already before yeah the the, the, the writing was isn't yeah. finished before i joined the band also yeah because we it talked was, about it on the phone like I it was fit you i remember you singing uh bring back the plague for me yeah. in our cryptopsy bandwagon like a cappella yeah yeah that's right <laughs> i was hey, I'm like holding the phone with them yeah 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 with the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's funny. like 2018 or nine no no 19 was probably 18 yeah, yeah. and um. i was gonna i was gonna segue into uh real quick just talking to you about from vocalist to vocalist like at what point did you realize you could do some of the shit that you can do? Cause you got a, a, a mad variety of fucking well, noises that come out of that throat, dude. Well, I've been doing guttural since like I was 16 or something mm -hmm. like that, you know, um, on the strangulation demo, actually Diego too. Uh, we, we would both do it to each other. He, uh, and we had the same kind of technique too, just, you know, pinching off at the top and using you know the back structures or whatever to to um to give it that grit or whatever um so you know back then there's chris barnes and fucking joe tech and all these all these dudes from um you know the big heavy hitters broken hope and cannibal and uh suffocation all that shit you know it was like listening to that um and Bill Steer was my biggest, probably one of my biggest influences. And the combination of Bill Steer and Jeff Walker together. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest influence ever. Um, but I didn't, you know, back then, it, I realized real quick off the bat that one, you can make yourself sound like anything if you cup the mic. You know, you can make yourself sound like the most gnarliest, most brutal thing of all time. But sound engineers hate that, so don't do that, you know? Um, and also it, it, it limits what you can do because now you're, you've got this one sound that it, 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 you can't really come off that too much. You have to open it up. It has to be open. So I learned real early that um, 
I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not this big guy, you know, I'm this small medium or medium frame dude. And I didn't, I don't have this big, you know, burly chest. So I don't, my, my, um, the breathy death metal, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. that projection. Yeah. Yeah. Back then those dudes, you know, they were doing that shit. It seemed, um, you know, with their lungs and projecting like that. So I learned with a mic and a recorder and uh, learned how to do the guttural technique at pretty much 15, I guess 16 or something like that. I'm 46. So 30 years I've been doing that. But the the tongue stuff, you know, the, all that fucking shit and the clean, the clean yeah. singing was all from touring. That mm-hmm. was just, that just de- developed over time. But I started doing it in like 99 the the tongue shit what so that you started is playing with it on stage yes at first so doing the the pterodactyls or whatever we called them back then now they call them zombie vocals or whatever i was that was um that was spawned from emulating the sound of two vocals at once of trying to achieve that that sound of a low and a high at once because i've always been a fan of layering doing you know I was a big fan of deicide and shit like mm-hmm. that and carcass uh how do you achieve that live with one person i don't know but i'm gonna do you know i, I was working on it or trying yeah. to you know find a middle point yeah and then i noticed when i do this thing with my tongue it would create this pocket of air that gave this like sympathetic tone which is a tone that's separate from the main one that you're doing now now this all all this shit there's some dude out there like who can explain and, all this shit on YouTube like, and all that. And I, oh, I'm, yeah. Whistling I'm and humming off, at I'm, the same time. I'm literally like, going off of like 1999. Like I'm explaining it the same I would back then. So no, I, I tagged you, I, I tagged you in that video of that guy that was like, he goes like, Travis Ryan. Oh, oh. Uh, oh I saw that. <laughs> yep. What's I, that? I just, He's a, um, is this some singer from Coach Guy? I, I, yeah. Is it Ken I, Tamplin? <laughs> <laughs> Benitez, isn't it? David Benitez or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, I wish I didn't, I wasn't a YouTuber. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, so a lot of dudes came along and got big off of doing YouTube or whatever when, um, I, you know, I, I didn't grow up with that or whatever. Yeah. So I, I kind of wish that there was still a, every, that, everything wasn't out there in the open that there was still a little bit of mystique you know totally. but there's not and it's 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 fair game it's open source everybody's gonna um gonna figure it out so mm-hmm. but for the longest time i had a lot of people going what the fuck is he doing and i loved that and now it's i all, missed that i missed yeah. that but but whatever you know it's it's cool it's it's cool whatever it's kind of like Eddie Van Halen turning his back to the audience and tapping, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Really ah. <laughs> but like the clean, the cleanish stuff came from trying to achieve tone, like an actual note out yeah. of something that's that's uh, gritty and isn't really supposed to be that way. I've always been a fan of trying to fit square pegs in round holes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and I think it just started to work on Monolith or something. Yeah, it gives yes. you guys a total melodic edge too, because now you have now you have a chance to be melodic and with those kind of cleaner. Dude, I, 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 I'll be honest, I was getting kind of bored. I mean, we were working cyclically. We were doing this band cyclically. You put out an album, you tour for two and a half years, you do another one, repeat, and mm-hmm. 
doing the bear and the snake that ah, you know over and over again just got fucking boring and yeah until dave otero came along i've tried this two albums in a row uh karma and harvest floor i tried doing the ton stuff but when we would record it i don't know why but it sounded like paper being ripped it and it it just sucked so i ended up not doing enough of it and doing much of it so when we started talking to Otero, I was in there explaining to him what my experience had been with this vocal style. And um, he's like, oh, we'll figure it out. Oh, I could do it. You know, but no, he didn't say that, but <laughs> that's just my, that's my imitation of him. I love him to death. Um, but the dude, he could do anything. So mm -hmm. fucking, I, uh, you know, talked to him about it. I explained, we even on Harvest Floor, we even put a monitor in the studios to, to where I could put my foot up and, and try to achieve this live thing I had been doing live for years because people were giving me shit saying, why is your live shit so much different than uh, in the studio? Um, and I'm like, because I'm trying to, I'm doing this, I'm realizing that I'm doing this whole different vocal style, which is born out of emulating two sounds, you know, two layered vocals that one person can't do live, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where that whole, Thing came from and then rad, dude. the cleans were from uh hanging grabbing onto those notes the slap back from the uh, the back of the venue the reverb the natural reverb and from anywhere from a, a small club and a shitty bar to a massive you know a festival kind of scenario or whatever and everything in between all of that experience was so invaluable so and then people come along on YouTube and it's just, it's all fair game now. And it's interesting. It's, it's interesting to see. How That's that human nature, develops. dude. Once it's, yeah. once it's something new, everybody wants to fucking spread it thin or shit on it. Yeah. yeah. Has Have someone heard those clean vocals yet? Have there, are they, you said zombie vocals for the tongue shit. Is there a, someone saying that there's a name for the, cause it's kind of, no, 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 no. Your, it's your thing. Like, right? It's just, what do they call it? Like gob voice or something well you know because i've seen uh, the, the some leprechaun. of your the leprechaun the leprechaun or something yeah. or the, I've seen, the pirate i've seen some videos with you making your trademark uh like you know s decapitated cattle fucking face where you stick the tongue out the side i, I can't yeah, like, it's, that it's, so i was like maybe that since you make that face all the time i'd put it i was putting it like maybe he's trying to sound like a fucking cow that's being slit that uh, and dude because i've seen all these pictures of live and shit where i'm all mm, <laughs> it looks so stupid <laughs> and i've you know seen people go oh, i thought it try was cool, hard though. have you seen him live he, he sticks his tongue out he looks like an idiot i'm like dude it's there's a function to the to it there mm -hmm. always was i wasn't mm -hmm. i'm not fucking miley cyrus you know i'm not it's not some <laughs> fucking uh thing to do for fun or to it's not part of a stick or anything. It's, no, that's what I, I saw functional. something. I'm saying I saw something deeper. I thought like it actually tied good, in with, good. with the whole cattle well, decapitation it, vibe of- It's of very bizarre you mentioned that because dude, when I was a kid, my parents had this cow named Brian. They even gave it a human name. And uh, one night it cornered my mom in the backyard. It had her up against the corner. I, I was terrified. This big, massive bull and- um, I don't even know why they had it, but that the next day they had that thing butchered in the back fucking yard. I remember playing Tonka trucks or some shit out front. Uh, I was like seven or something, you know, and playing with GI Joes or something and fucking I hear this 
<laughs> and uh, an hour later, the truck drives by. I'm still up there playing. And I look, and there's Brian Fuck. with his fucking head hanging off the back of this truck and his tongue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, looks exactly like the when I do the vocals. So That's why I put, I put you it You totally reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. saying that. that. Dude, <laughs> I mean, it's like. Maybe That's there's like, something there. Maybe. That's like a great story from the beginning, man. That's horrible. <laughs> I gave it a human name. Great in a bad Dude, way. I mean, that you could really call that like Jesus. the 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 point where Travis Ryan had all of his his. Now that was working at Arby's, my first job. Tribute to Brian. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Our, oh man. Dude. The next next album don't, name is Brian. Don't fucking eat there, man. <laughs> Jesus. The life and death of Brian. Yeah. Life of Brian. Too soon. Bro. Oh on. yeah, yeah. Life of Brian Party Part Python. Two, and it's fucking try- Travis Ryan's fucking cow. Travis Ryan. That was fucking. Oh, I, I didn't even put it together that your name's Rhyme too, dude. You were like, that I have was three like a first bro, names. dude. That was. I have a... three first names. I was gonna say, you know, you uh, get shit for for your name earlier growing up. Um, yeah. People always made fun. They didn't since my name didn't rhyme with anything they just made fun of the fact that i have three first names as if that's a they're just picking and choosing, trying to find something yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as if that's even an insult i don't know it's weird Travis David with my, my last name's horny i'm just sitting back just going like, yeah yeah how many times did you get that dude oh <laughs> uh, we were all, yeah, the, all the, which oh, one? Oh, you sorry <laughs> the horny to the horner no we were talking about the uh, pre pre-pod but uh yeah, yeah it was probably f- through third grade i would say that i was getting joel horny and i was like through third grade third yeah. through third grade i mean yeah. it was probably preschool to third grade because then the, kind of exposure was going on in that part of well i mean i think it was from, children it was the horny toad thing though it was it was coming from uh, the horny toad that's true. and so it wasn't it wasn't like you know oh horny. so they, they were calling yeah. you like you had fucking skin deformations you yeah fucking horns <laughs> all over your body you, you squirt blood out of your eyes like they i got you <laughs> You do? No. <laughs> I love sick. those things. That's one yeah, of my dude. favorite animals. Is reptiles in general for toad. me, dude. Always, yeah. I always trip on reptiles for sure. Horn I actually have a, cool. I have a tarantula at home. That's the only pet we have right now. Pink toad that actually just uh, molted for the first time. So it was pretty awesome experience for the kids to see the fucking, you know, the exoskeleton left behind and then the yeah. new, you know. And you even see it like the colors are changing. It's actually, it seems like it's getting bigger just from that one molt. It's like, whoa, dude, this is yeah. pretty trip. I used to uh, go out to, I had family that lived in Texas when I was a kid. And we, uh, I went out there and out in the fields or whatever there, I would always go out and find horn toads. And you take, uh, if you take, you take them and, and turn them over on their back, they fall asleep. It's not that they, they like don't fall away. asleep. They just go into like a kind of like a hybrid. They go into something. That, they don't fall asleep, but that's a trance. It's a trance of some sort. They, yeah. it, it stuns them or whatever. You know, it doesn't hurt them or anything. That I'm, you know, you're not supposed to do this. This is 1981 or some shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, and I was a child. Think, I, I wouldn't think, do this now. I, I, I think they're also protected. I believe, but not something I would do now. But yeah, you turn them over and rub their belly, and they just. They'll stay that way until it'll be a fight or flight thing where they're just like trying to play dead. I was just about to probably probably is like for for, for, to be food in nature. They yeah just submit. But those kind of instincts, that's what I I just thought they were cool. You know, it's a cool thing. That and the squirting blood out of their eyes is cool. That is trip, dude. And they're cute as hell. What is that for? It's like protection. Yeah, 
Yeah, maybe like whatever you may may get in the eyes of whatever's going yeah. for it and give it some time to get away or something. Yeah, it's cool. Just freak the fuck out of another animal. Like, what the fuck? The well, that's true like, because they have, they have they uh, have they have closed <laughs> valves in their eyes, just ready to just be like. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can I can I ask you to elaborate a little, Travis, on the the Arby's first job story? Oh, dude. I'm gonna. <laughs> There was this, okay, you know, the fucking, oh, I was like 14 or 15 or what, what, whenever you're the, the first age you're allowed, I've always worked. Um, whatever the first age you were allowed to start working um, was. So one of those years, um, dude, I just, besides the just usual, like, you know, oops, I dropped the patty or, or whatever. And then just, you know, putting it back and giving it to the people. <laughs> the grossest part was, um there's this roast beef you pull out of course you pull out out of plastic and it had this like one inch um i don't know if they still do this but this is you know 1990 early 90s late 80s something like that mm-hmm. they had this protein gel that you had to pack into the fucking uh meat like say you got this whatever they're they're uh, what is that fucking what's the name of their the roast beef or whatever so mm-hmm. it has this fucking layer of gel that you had to pack into it and it takes like 15 fucking minutes so it's just you're sitting there just packing this clear protein gel into this fucking it was just nasty dude and i yeah. i'm like this fuck this shit man that's I, disgusting my my last sip of beer came right back up my throat dude oh, like oh, halfway dude. through that that's dude the prep Gross. for that you're just like what the fuck it's so, fucking nasty yeah, i never even i never touched that place in my life dude mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that you you hired Ollie because his last name means spinach and (laughs) (laughs) right yeah and Ollie so we hired Ollie because he's the fucking he's the man I was born to be in cattle (laughs) seriously dude Uh, we he filled in years ago for us on yeah on two shows was that summer slaughter summer slaughter with Dillinger is Cape Plan yes okay so and. Dude, that's crazy. That story is crazy, man. What was crazy was it, this yeah. motherfucker had never even played a lick with us on stage or in a studio or nothing. And what? I think you guys were like, for two hours before the show, before we went on, Not you even, guys... Nothing. No, nothing. You didn't even like, do anything. They didn't even sit back in, backstage. No, di- no. We just assumed he had it. Went up there <laughs> to pack, pack the, venue. The only, the only thing I asked, uh, it, it was... We were on stage already. It was showtime. After change door, it's our time. And I looked at Dave and I was like, dude, what's the cue? Like, <laughs> do it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. KC, I mean, you know, that, that can fuck everything up. You know, if, if oh, yeah. we've, uh, we've always, this goes back to the very early oh, yeah. days of cattle. We always did two hits. And then go into it. But I Most, didn't know if we lots, like, yeah, yeah, and fucking thank God, God. Is there a pause or something? I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you, it's good that you asked that because fucking two hits, everybody goes into it and you're like, oh, oh shit, because you know, <laughs> yeah. four hits is the usual. Yeah. I mean, We've that's kind of the standard. Four hits thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the standard for most bands, I would assume. But yeah, yeah. I, I got them. I, I feel like I got them. I might be wrong, but 
Um, I remember uh, back in the early days, you know, 2000, early 2000 or something like that, uh, just being like, let's do two hits, you know, you know, going into it that way or whatever. Trying to minimize, trying to minimize it. It'd be cool to just do one. I think we can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what we did we had time. on our first, uh, that first odious demo that we did at gestation. Where it was, it's like one stick, like, <laughs> just did like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. sick, but it was... he was, he was the man and we knew. There's it, like it mid, there's mid song that... two counts though, right? We got some mid song two counts, oh. Casey, right? Oh, sorry. What? Mid song two, two counts, like the pauses the oh, like two between, back yeah. into it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. Classic. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, uh, that I made that made that part way season. more brutal. Just that. I know, fucking, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two break the the breaks before the the big slam. It's yeah, so man. Two, man. Just two stick clicks. That's all. That's all it takes. I wish they could have just had breakdowns be you know relegated to just them. That would have been sick. Yeah. It, you know, it was. It made it special. Like mm-hmm. I know that's a hardcore yeah. thing, but Suffo yeah. doing it, they I just know, man. it was perfect. It's perfect. It was intelligent like breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And mm-hmm. their their usage of the 808. I think they were like the dude. To me, exactly they were the first one. They, yeah. Weren't they the first oh, ones? Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, later yeah. cephalic and other bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a band before Pierce. From within that used an 808 like no um, death metal i can't either and it wasn't a thing with deathcore or metalcore yeah. bands or whatever until later i didn't yeah. know that was an 808 i thought that was an 18 inch floor tom or something yeah yeah i feel yeah, like it, it was be. like a modified 808 kick or something well they call it they just call it 808 is like a term but it's, it's okay like okay tune it that's true. that's true yeah it's just like a bomb tom is another what does 808 bomb reference tom. The TR eight oh eight, the Roland. Um, yeah, I can show you drum, if you want. Drum machine. No, I know, I, I know what what it sounds like, but I'm saying like the eight zero eight. That so it just references the. It's the, the, machine. the no, it's the yeah, yeah. It's the the model number of the, Got the it. Roland. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the nine oh nine or whatever. I didn't know yeah, if it was like some fucking frequency that. No, these are all those are and, those are old ass drum machines that yeah. go back to the early days of hip hop. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why it's so like. This one's got an 808 on it too. Yeah. 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 yeah, Justin's got it. It's interesting that it maintained that, uh, that fucking name instead of, you know, oh, it's a zombie blast. And it genre jumped (laughs) too. (laughs) The genre jump of it as well. Uh, That shows the crossover. Enough enough metal dudes hear that how, how hard it hits in hip hop. And they're like, let's add this to a fucking, the beginning of a breakdown punch yeah. everybody in the face but then it just gets overused by so many different people and what's funny is the the albums where they try and put it on and but it's like a higher frequency 808 that just like dies out like super quick and you're like it actually didn't make it punchy dude it actually makes the beginning of that breakdown sound weird now i think my friends like they, or one of our friends like their speaker like caught on fire or like smoked because of cephalic carnage all the 808 like and just like blew the speaker and it like was smoking or something subs subs dude <laughs> it's like the speaker wasn't down it wasn't ready for that i'm surprised it wasn't like a deathcore band that was coming out like dude we do 909s bro because we got the alesis <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. even deeper <laughs> yeah right exactly yeah. oh yeah it's 101 <laughs> deeper <laughs> but i was gonna say man like dude like 
like we, we we were talking to Dave and we 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 all know Dave like pretty well. Like we used to, you know, McGraw? With those guys. Yeah. Oh dude, yeah. He's such a cool dude. And uh we were just talking about like, dude, how sick like the like the new album is and like just all the stuff on it. And I I, I don't want to jump ahead a bunch, but I love it. Oh, yeah, I love it too. And you guys couldn't tour it. It's like God damn or uh, did you guys do any shows for that new one? I mean it came out when we oh. were a week or two into the Oh, okay. Last year, or uh, not last year, the year before. Um, yeah. 2020. Uh, I feel like US tour. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before the, 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 our last US tour that we did, and we did yeah. we did some songs from it in Europe on a tour right before that one. Okay. But then all we did after that was the fucking Australia, New Zealand, Japan tour. That fucking, that was it. Was. After that, then you can't edit I haven't seen, yeah. last time I saw him was shit. What, was, Tokyo yeah. Airport or something? In Tokyo. Jeez. No, at the yeah. hotel in the lobby. We said bye. That's right. And we were supposed to to meet like a week or two weeks later for another tour. Oh, that's right. We we're like gonna that. be doing so Europe. Like, okay, cool. See you in two right. weeks. Nope. That got canceled. <laughs> that dude, man. That dude, we had the rest of the year. Was... We had the whole fucking year. This all yes. the way up until like right now booked. Or yeah, we had a full schedule. Setup. We full. Yeah. yeah. Joseph, Joseph was going international too. You had some international shit set up, right, Joseph? We were gonna, yeah, we we're gonna do slamming Asia with uh, to violently vomit. Really? Yeah. Because he had. Slamming Asia just... is it? Uh, who's that guy? Is it uh, what's his name? Samprasong. Samprasong. Yeah, he was Sampra gonna. Song. This guy tour. is so cool, man. He's pretty He's cool, so cool on on the internet. I hope to meet him. Yeah, he, he had just did booked the, the uh, cryptopsy and dude, yeah, good times, man. He's very pro. He's he's actually very very cool. You'll see. He's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm sure Cattle has played Indonesia, right? Isn't no, we haven't done any. Oh. Only uh, Asian countries we've done is Japan. Oh, okay. We done anything else? We've been there with shitloads of offers, but yeah, it's tough to. Yeah, how is it with Cryptopsy out there? Just surreal, man. Because first off, we land in the Bali. And the promoter told us, oh, it's a four-hour drive from the airport to the venue, to the festival. Dude, it wasn't four hours. It was 11 hours. Jesus. In the jungle, dude. Like, out oh, of nowhere. Fuck. The most sketchy roads. And uh, Did anybody have ride, weed? <laughs> no, because nobody smoked in Cryptopsy other than me, so... And we're in Indonesia. I don't know, dude. What do you over there? We'll, we'll kill you there. <laughs> Josh is like, dude. I, I, just, I think I think I'm already out in the jungle. No weed, dude. Fuck. <laughs> well, dude, I don't know, man. Insane. And anyway, we arrive at the festival, and it was our changeover. Like what? It's time to oh play. We just spent eleven hours oh sit in a tiny van, and mm. guess the the promoter come. Hey, dude, he picked us up at the airport. And he come with four of his friends in the van. Like, what's the fucking point? Because they want to meet you. They can meet us at the festival. <laughs> that? And it was the most sketchy stage ever. Uh, the most, I think they just put like a cryptopsy sticker on the, the kick on the bass drum. It was our like custom. Six, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a nice kit. Everybody was using the same kit. All that shit. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. but it was massive though it was really oh, okay. huge it was, and Diego Dude. actually he told, he told me when you're gonna play in Indonesia you'll see you guys gonna be a rock star 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious. That, it I, I wish somebody would like put the money into making a documentary or something about it. Cause I'm very curious as to why it's such death, brutal death metal, especially brutal death metal Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. of all the, the, the parts of it to be so huge over there. This actually is starting to become a subject that is a frequent thing that comes up is we're trying to make Joseph's, you know, doing more work than we are, but it seems like that that's a subject that Joseph's definitely diving into the project, the Cali death, the the Cali death project. There's like a book component to it. This is like kind of original. So you gave me a ton of great source material already. Uh, But that's one of the questions. And I feel like I need to connect with some like musicologists and anthropologists on, on that. Yeah. Definitely, I think Diego, he probably has a better memory maybe than me, so make sure he vets all my information that I fucking gave. Well, Diego does? <laughs> maybe he not. Smokes the most yeah, so, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Ben was still around. He remembers everything. Yeah, yeah I wonder what, like, how deep they were into the actual like international tape trading era you know like how how long it took indonesia to get oh yeah yeah those tapes be, you know well, i would assume it's the internet helped yeah help, help make that happen but what is but what is it about this territory what is it what, what is it about this style of music that makes it so drawn like to this territory or are we just it, it, maybe it's not a thing to them or maybe maybe it's it's really not a thing but since it's so welcomed there to a very niche part of music mm-hmm. maybe that's why it just seems like you know somewhat of an anomaly somehow. yeah 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 but it is you know like there's, there, there's something cool there there's something there because you can't go anywhere else in the world and have that kind of reaction to this kind of music and um, to take it unless it's a festival said- the collective i mean i know that i felt like we were in a collective of bands in our prime time of doing odious and all that shit mm-hmm. that that healthy competition that we keep falling back on was you know we've talked about it before what kind of you wanted to at least be in the race and you want to be fucking you know playfully ahead of your your buddies if you can be you know and yeah. and i don't know what that did in terms of any mutation that you guys talk about or that we're just talking about because we i mean we were part of it i don't even think like if you're the experiment how are you gonna see yourself you know we're not the ones looking at the it's hard to petri dish yeah we are we were in the petri dish and now we there people are somebody else has got to figure out what happened there how it fucking spread like bacteria in certain directions it's really interesting. Oh, that was pretty good with fucking metaphors and analogies all up in there <laughs> for a while there. <laughs> nice. Um, can we can we touch on on the since we're talking about international scenes the the scene up in Canada that you're coming from, Ollie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because I just wanted to point out that there's a book also called No No Speed Limit on Quebec yep. metal. It's actually uh, you you know him, Trav. Yan Campbell, the former singer of Naraxis, he wrote that mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. That dude's awesome, man. Yeah, it's so sick. So it's almost, uh, you just mentioned like uh, you want to do a book or something about California history or the death metal. Yeah. Thing. So, it, so basically it's the same thing, but for Quebec. Yeah. So the first tome is about the, the 80s, like thrash metal band, like Void Bud, 
uh, DDT, a, b- a bunch of bands. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next one, the, the, the 90s. So Cryptopsy, with the Blasphemy Mayflesh, Non-Survival, Gorgas. Oh, it's yeah. going to be great, man. Because we're talk- we talked about competition earlier. In Quebec, I think it was pretty like... You got so much intense, there, though. Intense. Yeah. And definitely made sure that they, you know, they added originality. Because, yeah, those two bands right there, Cryptopsy and Gorgas, are two totally original bands for me when I first was you know, exposed to them and still are mm-hmm. today, you know? Yeah, but isn't, totally as far as Canada is concerned, isn't, and maybe even North America though, uh, except for, with the exception of Mexico City, um, isn't Edmonton probably like the fucking most concentration of metal fans in North America? Edmonton? Yeah, dude. That's what it seems like. I've oh, had this conversation with a ton I've of people. I've never heard that. You're like purple population. Didn't we talk about that? The fucking uh, Starlight uh, or Stardust or whatever the fuck that venue is. It's insane. Uh, it's Star- just, yes. Starlight. every time it's like sold out, there's a line at the merch booth that doesn't stop until the show's done. Like from doors. You know, I just don't know, see I, that anywhere else necessarily. I think I played in, in Moncton twice in my life. Really? You haven't played there with us? never stopped in Moncton. Oh, shit. For man. a reason. So maybe that's why, because they don't it's... have a lot of shows. To be honest, oh, okay. Maybe, know. maybe, maybe. Because, dude, it, it, we've been just like, is this like the fucking center of metal for fucking all of no, North no, America I, or I what? Because it's that. insane. Mm, like the shit loads of people come to those Edmonton shows. Um, so, you know, same for Cal- Calgary, all this yep. area. I, I feel uh, Saskatoon. I feel that yeah. maybe because a lot of bands skip wait, those. It cities. Isn't Edmonton that's in Calgary, right? Um, or is it Saskatoon? north of Calgary? North of Calgary. It's north Calgary. It's way up there. What territory though? Alberta. Like Okay, Alberta. I'd, I'd, I got the Google map. <laughs> I had to yeah. check it out. <laughs> it's, it's insane. I'm a compulsive I, it, mapper, yeah. That place is, it's like this underrated gem. Every time we're mm-hmm. coming through there, we're like, oh, Edmonton, it's going to be sick. And it's insane. We, we've done these, not full Canada, because we don't go out into the outer banks the or whatever. Maritime. But yeah, we don't do any of that, and we haven't gone you way should, north. It's but sick. Yeah, we did Thunder Bay. <laughs> no, dude, but that's not. See, it's, it's not. No, no, I'm not talking about Thunder Bay. I'm talking about the. the yeah, no, we've never done any of that. We've never done any of that. The, the maritime right. are, are great. The middle is. Uh, yeah. Not so great, but. Quebec City is cool. the one that's really crazy, right? That pops off, doesn't it? Uh, which, yeah, which Quebec is... and Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Montreal, is... of course, is like the big city. Okay. Yeah. So there's a... For me, Montreal was such a fucking culture shock, and everyone was fucking packed in and couldn't get in the fucking venue. And it was like whole. Cr- I remember the first time we ever played there. I mean, the second or third time we played there, actually. But it was Summer Slaughter, and it was a breakdown, and and end time begins, and everyone did the you know the Europe chant thing, mm-hmm. and it was so loud that I couldn't fucking hear what I was doing anymore. It was like. Yeah, because you guys, there. for a yeah. reason, Decrypt in Montreal was like bigger than life. People were talking about it like, dude, diminishing between worlds. Holy shit, you need to check it out. It was like the next Necrophagus for us. Dude, I always like that- to... <laughs> but keep, in, keep in mind that one, one of the bigger bands in our scene at that moment was Covadis. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and fuck yeah. Decrypted bird <laughs> came with the diminishing, and it was like necrophagist meet covatis. Covatis. Covatis, they set out venue with like, um, yeah. they sell out the medley by themselves. Medley. Like, they have that video of a, them like at the medley, right? 1,500 people. What's yeah. this medley metal, place? A local band? Are you you got to play the medley. It was like, it was like a, yeah, probably hold, held about 15 to 2,000 people. It was like, fucking. Have we played there, like Ollie? No. I don't think so. uh, you no. probably did back in the day. After it was like the spot. I never, I never heard of any cattle. We didn't, yeah, we there. didn't get to go to Canada until um, 2000. You play with Psyopis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw you guys. I think for the first time in Montreal. Wasn't that or maybe cafe something at or... Cafe Linko? I think for, we played two uh, shows in one day or some weird. For Summer Slaughter, yeah. You played yeah. two shows. What's that at cool? An all age show at the Cafe Linko. That show was fucking crazy. Like it, it was like the tiniest room yeah. ever. Yeah, it, it was tiny. It reminds me like of a closet. It was just you open yeah. this <laughs> awkward door and like what? There's a show, and you can fit what ninety people in there. Yeah. And I cephalic played back. They 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 were staring like the 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 wall instead of the crowd. It was so weird, like dressing in a hockey jersey and stuff. Like they didn't give a shit. Like fuck that. <laughs> I do feel that great. fucking competition out there though like i do feel like with those bands out there and the, the scene out there like it's, talking to the fans and stuff like it's it's there yeah there's yeah. a lot of content but i don't know now but back in the day it was huge and that's crazy because uh, dude uh, my first show was the my first death metal show was cryptops in suffocation 2005 oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so yeah yeah holy shit young. <laughs> yeah. i always and forget about that, how young and back in the day i didn't know anything about like drama or band story or whatever so for me I was, it was magic like, wow it's a great show wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but then i joined cryptopsy and i heard every fucking story that happened that night and that night was super controversial because it was a cryptopsy show but suffocation headline so oh yeah it was like what's going on what happened <laughs> what happened you know but back then i was young and i was like ah fuck it shit happened like suffocation were late so they played last yeah <laughs> anyway well dude but <laughs> so i was then go ahead sorry hmm? no no go ahead I, I was just gonna jump in and say that like i used to see like cattle play with deicide at like the galaxy theater in santa Ana before i was still in high school man like, or maybe I was like 18 or 19. Like that was when I was like just jamming with Dan and getting the stuff going. And like, it was like, you know, it's it, it, the different generations and ages. Like I'm 38. I just turned 38 a couple of days ago. We're all different ages. We're all, and it's so fucking cool, man. Like Joseph's, you know, how, how old are you, Joseph? I'm 30, 30, yeah, 30. Yeah, you know, so we're all these. So we are, it's, it's we have the same cool. age. I'm 30. Yeah, yeah. You it's know. a good age. I jo- I joined crypt. Uh, no, I joined Naraxis. I was eighteen. Nice. I think that's where I saw. Did you play San Francisco, at, uh, bottom of the hill, or the? Yeah, we played San Francisco that? with Belfagor. Yeah. Parkside. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, Hell yeah. And I can't remember. Does DSI play that show? I can't. I can't remember. I don't think not the one I saw. Um, it was a DSI tour, but we had we didn't have any days off. We played every day. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember. Was it the Belfagor show or? Yes, I don't know. 
But I, I thought I remember seeing you in the crowd. I was like, oh shit, that's a guy from <laughs> Keep in mind that you just like the, you the hammered guy just like high fiving everyone. Like, shit, they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, going back to like what you're talking about with the uh, cryptopsy not going over Suffo, we um, played a show in Texas where it was uh, we met up with that carcass suicide silence, like some sort of big package thing, and it was like a Suffo package that we were on. And um, they, they laid it out where it was like Suicide Silence was headlining over suffocation. And um, so all like the metalheads in the group were just kind of like, I could tell Deicide was kind of like perturbed about the situation a little bit. And uh, I remember Frank just going out there in, in Suffo and just going out there and being like, you know what? We're going to fucking crush these motherfuckers. I mean, they took me aside and we're going to fucking crush these guys. Fuck this. Like they were like, they, were, they weren't pissed, but they were like, okay, this is the new strain of stuff that's going on. We're going to go give it like the best fucking show we can do and they just went out there and just destroy like the best show i've ever seen suffo play i've seen them Dude. play you know a hundred times or something and i was just like well, like they just blew it out of the water they like, are so fucking precise and their sound is always perfect yeah. their tone they, they are yeah you don't want to go up against them. You want to play for them. It's so, stupid. I, to I have them. to say that night when Cryptopsy, anyway, when Suffo played uh, on top of Cryptopsy, everyone was like confused, like what's going on? And then after Cryptopsy, man, they shut the curtain. So Suffo had like a private changeover. It was like, what is going on? They came in and dude, best sound I ever heard. I was like, yeah, yeah. Wow. it's fucked up. It's like you could you could go into a Suffo show and be like I'm gonna I'm gonna purposefully try and not have fun tonight and then like within ten yeah. seconds dude you're like nope I've already nope. I've lost no how sick speaking of Cali metal and all this like how sick is it that Derek ended up in that band so totally. sick dude totally that's like the total that movie Rockstar you know <laughs> the, the Judas Priest story or whatever kind of thing you know it's that's what it is for but but for Brutal Death because he yep. was like. I remember, um, I remember, you know, one time I went to lose records in Encinitas and he's walking out and, uh, and he was the same dude back then. Hey man, what's the fucking, yeah, what's up fucking man? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, and he, he was, he was hawking some, uh, uh, unique leader. He would, he was like the local, that guy yeah. was boots to the ground, man, always hustling for brutal death. He so always had unique leader CDs he would take to all the, he was like the San Diego distro mm -hmm. for um, like unique leader or some shit and was just always on. He was, he just always was on point and man, I can't think of a better bass player for them. Totally. It, it's oh, perfect. It. Oh, perfect. Dude. And the, the, his bass with the hoof and all that shit, the <laughs> sticks, yeah. like how he plays <laughs> it like an upright. That is just so, yeah. so sick. Dripping with oh, uh, style, you know, Eric is a legend. You know, oh yeah, just, dude. I, thought, I thought it was so cool because he was like, "Dude, I got a new tattoo," and it was like, "I, I, I don't know what symbol, what uh, language it was, but you know, probably some Asian writing." And he's like, "It just means focus," and I was like, "Dude, that's such a fucking cool thing to have on his arm because he's like, or maybe yeah. it's just in English. I don't know. I can't. He's remember. a pro, man. That's you know, he's got something on his arm that will that's yeah. constantly reminding him to focus, dude. And I'm just like, that's fucking." That's yeah, a totally. dude who seriously loves his fucking job, wants to be fucking the best he can be every time he's on stage. And you could see it, dude. Yep. Yeah. And fucking shout out to fucking Derek Boyer, dude. You'll you'll shit. be on this shit soon. 
Yeah, Epic yeah, Boyer is a badass. Yeah, we're talking about a, a deprecated episode, and dude, that would be just, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. AJ and all those guys. Yeah, they're all the best. So I get Tori or on Corey. Here. Get Corey. Tori or Corey. Oh, Tori. Tori. Yeah. Tori. Yeah. 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 I've hung out with Tori a bunch of times. He's a great guy. He, he was, was the like, uh, he was the drum tech for yeah. Necrophages when we toured with them. It was Tori. No was shit. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like yeah. How I became buddies with him. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Who yeah, was drumming? Uh, the Roman. Roman, yeah, Roman. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Travis, when you worked at Lou's, man, I used to come in all the time, actually. Back in the day. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, oh, that's the dude, dude. That's yeah. funny. Nah, I just went the there dude. the other day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody work there that you still know? I mean, Lou. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They Lou. scaled down considerably, but um, yeah. Yeah. No, all the people that I used to work with are long gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I still love that place. I love that back road that you can take, like, or the middle road um, through Rancho Santa Fe. You can see the, the house where the, the Heaven's Gate cult, you know, killed themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, sure. Rancho, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Fine. There's this house, Rancho California. Yeah. There's this yeah, house yeah. Um, between Encinitas and where I yep. live. You can go yep. back there. Yep. And <laughs> um, the house. There was this movie in the or like a a show a made for TV show in the eighties called this house possessed. It was kind of like a TV version of like an answer to um, Amityville horror when that was like real popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that shit scared the fuck out of me. It was one of those houses that looks really scary, you know, and you can see that from the road. It's just um, fun. Well, I miss it's cool to be back up here, man. I was worried that I would have felt like defeated or some shit like that, but it's not like I moved in with my parents or something. We got a house. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool to be back. Um, Where were you at? Well, dude, I'm glad you're back up in North County. Man. San Diego. I, I know we got to hang awesome. out. I'm let's go to fucking, let's go to Anita's, dude. Oh, dude. Fuck my yeah, man. Favorite fucking place. The one on um, PCH. The one on the. Oh, and the Anita's Coast Highway. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I'm, I, I had What's my birthday party there. Really? And right before the fucking pandemic, dude. Oh shit! What's that, what's, I mean, they, they, place, you can go sit there now and eat. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, I've been yeah, going. Yeah. I've been going. We're in red tier again, so we're, we can go out. Yeah. You know, it's going nice. Through. What kind of <laughs> what kind of food is it? It's sit down Mexican bomb. Oh, dude, nice food. The Taqueria. tequila shrimp is out of control. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 re- I really like their beans. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah they make sick. They, they make the a, shit. They make sick uh, micheladas too. You can get them. Uh, vegan or vegetarian too oh you sick can, right on yeah just no clamato have them put fucking yep the v8 bloody mary and, yeah bloody mary. yeah or, or uh, that's, that's how, I, how I make them i make them with v8 at home yeah yeah, yeah. Mich- like you're doing something healthy with it yeah <laughs> yeah sure it's, then it's defeated yeah. by all the sodium there was one time where i was like super into fucking uh just eating super clean and i was going away for a weekend and i got these like green drinks that i was gonna mix with vodka and i'm like what the fuck am i doing dude yeah, i'm like work. it doesn't work as soon as you put the alcohol in it, it's like all it is is the sugar that's in it yeah. you know yeah that's it but yeah, dude, admit- go ahead i was gonna say dude like my, my like that brewery that we jammed at last night with diego you know like you can cruise out there anytime man we can do like a what is it hang on oceanside brewing company oh okay yeah i gotta i got i mean i can access like like wednesdays we're doing jams there pretty much yeah. every night so every week you know so yeah, joseph's cruising by. down and uh yeah man we got the place to ourselves there's no one no, like no public coming in so red you know, keep shout keep out me. tomas yep my homie yeah so 
come join us, man. That'd be sick. Yeah. Can't <laughs> wait till this, you. you know, vaccination shit's all yeah cycled yeah. through and things can sure. start feeling like normal again. I just, I feel like a dick when I go to these places and sit down to eat. I don't know. I can't shake it. Like we, yeah, we did it. We did, we went to Anita's. Like I don't know. I could count on one hand how many times we've gone out and sat down at a place since the pandemic started. Sure. And Anita's was like three of them. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> totally. uh, Ollie. I think we took you there. Yes, we did. Anita's is the place. Like on the. Is it the place when we came back from LA? I think so. Yeah. 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 Oh, sick! You've been there. I'm like two blocks. Sick, yeah. It's like two blocks from my place right now. Yeah. That's sick, man. It was sick, actually. That drink, uh, what we drank again? The Micheladas? Micheladas, yeah. Micheladas. Because most places, <laughs> most places use Clamato, and I won't eat that. Yeah, clam, drink that clam juice. Yeah, yeah. I've been um, looking for this in Montreal. It doesn't exist. Clamato? Like, or any, or, no, no, no. Clamato, or Micheladas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or just Mexican cantina. It doesn't exist. Every, like, Mexican place is... Trust me, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> it doesn't uh, exist. In we're we're, we're really uh, we're very uh, conservative. Picky. Well, picky or whatever, like yeah. um, about <laughs> especially the age. With yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or place. the places we got to go. Yeah, because we know where all the six spots Kalimas, are. Man. Yeah. yeah, I do Kalimas beg too. to differ because there I've was been a spot. About there was a spot in Quebec City. We played a show with the Faceless there, and after we were done. We were walking around, and um, there was this fucking random restaurant that just opened, had no signs. It was just a guy in a grill, and he was like, what? "You want a burrito?" Like, and he started cutting up like good? all the fresh shit, and he like did all like it was like doing like fucking tricks with it and shit. Well, it was amazing. The, the, we all the, got the, burritos, and they're the fucking best burritos I've ever had. And it was in Quebec City. He was the trying to do the test is the yeah. test is what they do for salsas. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to me, that defines how good it's going to be. Like, yeah, because. Yeah. It, no, you sure. know, if you, if you see a bottle of Tabasco sitting there, just move on. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go somewhere or, or else. Or oh, yeah. Tabasco, yeah. Go get a falafel somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. No, they literally like it was it was the most fresh produce, most fresh meat. I mean, did you all... see the list? Did you see where he ordered it from, dude? Did you see when it came in? Did you see all that? I'm just fucking with you. It's a lot of right borders now. to have to get <laughs> no, But yeah, no, sauce is a big thing. Like over in San Jose, you? there's a fucking place that um, called La Vix. I don't know if you've ever been there, Travis. There's, it's called La Vix or La Victoria. And uh there's two there's two spots there. And uh they have this sauce that they just like sell in like a one of those like you know, like ketchup bottle kind of things. And um, yeah. people just, there was a, that a famous comic just went there and bought like all, like 70 bottles of it, like bought, just like wiped them out of it and was like handing it out to everyone. But it's a, uh, it's definitely like, and, and if you ask anyone from around there, they're like, oh, fuck that place. You know, it's one of those places where it's like, they don't like, cause all the tourism that it, it brings. Yeah. But if you ever stop through uh, San Jose, check out uh, La Victoria. I love, a, you know, being, even being a San Diego person, I love uh, Bay Area burritos, man. Yeah, I was going to say love. Bay Area does have uh, some good spots, but compared to San Diego, it's totally different. It's, it's, dra still it's fucking... drastically different, and people try. You know, it's like the East Coast West Coast rap feud. It's just yeah. like, all right, well, they're they're <laughs> both great, and they both have the quality. No, it's good. Totally, totally. Yeah. I had my opinion on that though. What? <laughs> I, I well, it's like when I first moved up there, it was like, oh, they put beans and all these different things, and I was like, in a carne asada or whatever, you know. But it's different, like for a, a veggie burrito, of course, you know. Yeah. Like, See, like, and that is 
See, I, I actually don't really have much yeah. of a horse in this race because <laughs> yeah, it's different. Um, I guess I'm you know, out. yeah, no, it's totally. stupid for me to even sit here and say, well, this place is the best because you know you guys have. But I mean, yeah, I have to. But, we have people have to go out of their way for us, <laughs> for Josh yeah, and I boy. being vegetarians no, but, or whatever. I just like I just realized that as I'm talking, I'm like, oh wait, shit, veggie. Yeah, but I. <laughs> Do your thing. Wasn't it like so, a Rico's or something was really good out there or something? Is that a place? There's Rico's Tacos in fucking. Um, yeah, right. it, Casey's brought me there. Yeah, by yeah. by, I mean, uh, by Solana Beach, right? There's one. Uh, yeah, so uh, re- like the main Rico's place is in Encinitas, I think, like on Encinitas yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. And we used to go there in high school, and dude, we would get the bean and rice, like black beans, rice, avocado, potato, yeah. like you know those kind of burritos. Oh, it's I would so get the good. I would get the potato roll yeah. tacos with no cheese. Dude, Valentino's. What about that? But down by the airport, that place. Yes, right Valentine's. Dude, those potato Wait, Valentine's? tacos. Yes, Valentine's. Dude. Sorry, Valentine's. Sorry. Now yeah. it's that stupid place that was on. Um, oh, so one of those big, big dude. Uh, yeah. TV like dry, diners, drive-ins, die or it was on oh, one yeah. of those big fucking TV shows. Oh, that, yeah. Lucha Libre. That Lucha Libre oh, taco. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, it's all, all about, about Valentine's, dude. Oh, Karina. Yeah, Valentine's was rat. I would get the uh, yeah. black yeah. bean burrito, no cheese. So in uh, my family is from mainly from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the, there's uh, the green chili, the, uh, the hot hatch green chili mm-hmm. and like all that stuff like out there to me. I mean, it's kind of got a Tex-Mex vibe a little bit to it, but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like a it's it's a weird offshoot of it like it's yeah. um they a lot have of the, black beans it's it's very tex-mexy or whatever yeah well if you, if you go to I mean, you have to go to the certain spots it's kind of like san diego like if you just walk in there people will be like oh you went there like what the fuck's your problem dude you did go you there. ever go to twisters oh i've been to twisters yeah that's the the breaking bad shit but that, right, that actually uh, comes El Poyos, from uh, hermanos <laughs> so it actually comes from a place called the hurricanes which is the the main spot where you need to go twisters is an offshoot that like oh okay kind of popular it's like an old 50s diner that's like a Mexican food diner called Hurricanes, and they just got the you know the best green chili and yeah. the be- and they have these things called disasters, disaster burritos, uh-huh. and it's just like they basically like get a burrito, they cover it in green chili, put a bunch of f- like these curly fries that aren't seasoned. dude. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally like people talk about Poyos Hermanos or whatever the name of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Breaking on Breaking Bad, Bad yeah. I'm like. It's a, the, the actual That's place, Twisters. Twisters, is a fucking stoner's dream, dude. <laughs> totally. Burrito totally. with red and, I, I always get red and green, just and half green. and half, and then fucking curly fries. It's just a dude. starchiest, <laughs> I, I cheese on carb best. Burritos. <laughs> yeah. California burritos are the shit, dude, so I can see oh, that the shit, curly man. fries would work on top of that shit. Yeah. That's oh, Ollie's man. favorite. Ollie always That's demands the California nice. burrito. Kalimas. I can't, dude, I miss that thing so much the I other know. day. Like two weeks ago, I was like, I was on YouTube and I typed uh, top 10 <laughs> best. You can't, dude, you can't get it up there. <laughs> hey, Trap. Could you make one? Th- no, because we don't have the right tortilla here. Yeah. And I was looking oh. for the right ingredient and Amazon, honestly, brother. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> we got to we got to vacuum seal them and fucking <laughs> yeah. Here here's the thing, there's something about Mexican the, the ingredients in Mexican food that I don't think it travels well or something. I mean, you yeah. could, why like would it be so tortillas. Yeah, and why would the the taste of the beans be so fucking different somewhere else yeah, like right. Dude, I had like a I had a Mexican grocery store next to my place and honestly 
it feels like so different to me. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's not the right thing, man. Totally. It's not the same. Yeah. yeah. On the I'm really... top 10 on YouTube, Colimas was number three. Oh. What, what, three best what'd they best say first? Calipor- oh, California burrito. Got it. For a Californian burrito. Yeah, because you got to remember that, that LA has a lot of spots and people swear by them, yeah. but no. Yeah, LA can- is like <laughs> personal opinion. Because yeah. second spot, dude, was for GVs. Remember uh, that place next to uh, Brick by Brick? GVs. JVs. They were on the list? Yeah. Oh, surprising. Number two. But right across Number the street from there, the hit, the hidden jewel, Nico's. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Nico's. That Nico's. That Nico's, Nico's, right? It's yeah. across the street from it, JVs. And, and down, and they close at something stupid like 6.51 p.m. or some blame <laughs> time. So band dudes can usually never get in there. But that's that's the spot. That's greasy San Diego Mexican food. That's what's funny too is I'll, I'll I have a few places here I've gotten fucking poutine. It's like they're starting to open up to the poutine stuff here. And even yep, uh, that's been a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to Trader Joe's kind of recently, and it's like, oh, it's like poutine in a bag. It's mm-hmm. like it's like ready to go. You just like yeah, it's like fry it out fries Joe's and then the cover thing. it in this shit. They've had yeah. that for a few, a few years. I tried it and it was. Dude, I should I yeah, should open legit, my own. But thing and do like a california burrito poutine oh, Whoa, <laughs> you might be on to something dude that's just gravy you know, in your burrito jesus christ you know that's trader joe's bro yeah trader joe's fucking gravy, little potato poutine fucking microwave gravy. burritos dude I'm, I, w- I would try it right now dude <laughs> that sounds great yeah. I'm hungry. i think the only time i try it is right now after <laughs> six white claws <laughs> I'm 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 done to try it. Only six. All right. Is everybody I, drinking? Uh, uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. Sorry. Always. I'm not. I'm light drinking, but I'm also I'm puffing on this. Uh, Fucking white claws. The, the, it's the this, best uh, podcast oh. stuff. You know, what? I don't even hate those things. I actually no, I actually. Oh, uh, Javis, your video with the on tour. <laughs> that's the funniest shit, dude. Oh, well, the, dude. It's not even like. See, that's the thing. I I tend to be skeptical about stuff that pops or you know or gets real big at once or, Popular, or that everybody's yeah. into I yeah, kind of bad. Like, whatever yeah yeah the yeah uh, the white club. but yeah yeah uh so it's just fun to poke fun at oh yeah that's hilarious quo, i guess yeah. <laughs> you know uh, speaking of you poking fun uh you've actually been in a video this holiday season with a past uh cali death podcast uh guest riley mcshane you got oh yeah a a, a, a very uh, interesting cover of a, a classic oh, Christmas yeah. favorite. That dude. was so funny. That was yeah. good, man. I last actually, Christmas, I actually, I actually right? Yeah. He yeah, asked me to do Christmas. it like four days before we filmed it. And we were pretty, I mean, you know, I, I, that was actually the only time I have been around, that at that time, the only time I had been around people unmasked. And it felt weird. I mean, I, it was just him and me and his girlfriend and yeah just yeah, a couple yeah. people yeah it, it, yeah you know whatever and we filmed it yeah. ourselves or whatever but it was so like i was like oh my god should we be doing this you just <laughs> crawled out of your cave and you're like <laughs> i think man i i feel like i might have gotten it dude because actually right after that video like two weeks later riley got it mm, oh, oh, Jesus. oh my god that's well, right I yeah that, so i was yeah. just like oh that's fuck yeah it's like, you know i can't be getting this shit because my parents like i moved up here yeah. To Escondido to be, uh, <laughs> wanted to get the fuck out of. We just wanted to get a place, really. Um, that yeah. Um, and uh, this spot just opened up, 
And uh, we knew we wanted to be in Escondido to be closer to my parents. My, uh, you know, my, they're getting up there and mm -hmm. they need help and stuff. So uh, yeah. move closer to be uh, to be closer to them. I forgot yeah, why too. I was talking about this. What were we talking um, about? And the COVID thing too. The oh yeah. So yeah, the, to yeah. be around them, they're, you know, late seventies. So risk. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my dad's yeah. got horrible health issues. So uh, we, you know, um, Definitely I've been was... trying to do the right thing as much as possible, but thankfully they're they're vaccinated. So now I yep. pretty soon I'll be able to hug my mom for the first time in a year. Yep. Yeah, both for you, both for me. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Yeah, I, I actually it's funny that you bring up the mask thing because I I'll see like videos of like groups of people in the seventies. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, my brain is so in the mask. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, I'll say like a concert yeah. from back in the day, and I'll be like, what? The why are they all scan? That's all fucked up. What are they doing? Like, like oh hey, no! I, yeah. I, honestly, I really do think we can just get used to it. This is things aren't yeah. gonna go back to how. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. Yeah, not the way we know them. Sure. There's gonna totally. be all this, especially for the first year or two. There's gonna be all this protocol and all these transition back. There's gonna be some people that got some PTSD from this shit that will never change. Totally. You know, we're I mean, probably going to see people with masks for a long time, but that's, that's however anybody's going to feel comfortable, but it's like, you know, just getting it fucking settled down and back to as normal as we possibly can. So there was people with masks play some metal again, this. just walking, you just see them down the street, just people with masks on before, you know, like back in the day, like people that were just like hyper, you know, freaked yeah. out about germs and shit. That uh, LA, Los Angeles, they're, You'd see people wearing masks once in a while just because the air sucks so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That was the recent, like a year, a year before that, we had a really bad fire up here, and I had to wear a mask oh, yeah. for a couple of weeks because the pollution was so bad. And uh, okay. yeah, you just—it's kind of yeah. It's like these different things now. Well, so here's the thing now: is if you play a show for like ten people, that like in your mind, like. As of right now, that equals like a million people, or like or yeah. like a thousand oh, yeah. people. You're like, whoa, like, like it's so it's valuable. Limit capacity, you know? capacity yeah. Yeah. It's like I, gold. I, it's like so amazing. And then, I hope it's not like that, where it's. I know, you know. I know. Fifteen, fifteen yeah. hundred cap rooms. You do two shows a day at a hundred yeah. people. Yeah, like, no. Right. You're like, no, no. Like, yeah, I know. Done. <laughs> it's been great. See you guys. <laughs> Don't want to. You guys think fuck this. Yeah, do no. you guys so think like the metal scene will be affected by that? I mean, like, the, no, uh, like, let's say, let's say tomorrow it's... we have green light, start show, like, I, normal. You think people are hungry? It's not long term, you know. I, I don't know. I'm scared or just, yeah, I think that it's gonna go well, back it, to eventually it's gonna be like again normal, and even if it eventually, didn't, for sure, yeah. for sure, but metal, just take metal is adapted through so many yeah, different, but, you, you know decades of of yeah. just human adaptation so it's like we we made sure but that to, we will always be able to do what like we, we do. know you know uh, touring like we know it like there's yeah. so many bands on on tour at the same time like before everything shut down last year dude in montreal <laughs> we had five shows we had like dying fetus defeated sanity yeah. origin uh name it like oh it's too much yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah, yeah everybody's gonna is come it, out at, at the same is time is it gonna bring yeah. a certain like okay well a think... show or two maybe three shows per month will yeah, make yeah. sense because too much it, it's it's not better like yeah we'll see man it's kind of like yeah it's gonna be really a transition know, you know, but i'm i'm like, hope i'm i'm positive. all hopeful 
you know we all want to yeah. get back out there and start playing shows and go to shows Dude, and, i you know, die to go to. back we're all <laughs> just know. like Jesus. fiending like come on you know i'm actually kind of nervous we want to, to be safe shows. too like i don't know like, last... how to how to how to like walk around too. a show? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to conduct myself at a show anymore. Like, I know, right? Like, like, I'm, like, like I'm like, hello. Yeah, how are like, you? How are you? Doing? Hello. That's, what's going on? That's, that's what, what I'm thinking I'm about. I'm gonna a good reason not to shake people's hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? But can you imagine them being like on the uh, on a big tour with a big band? You know, sometimes their management or their crew there. They act like you're nothing and uh. <laughs> can you imagine now post COVID what's gonna be like no. No, you're right. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Out. Just you a good point. Outside. Just the you small dynamics outside. of what we're used to. He's gonna totally. be different. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see, dude. Interesting. There's gonna be a bigger protocol, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> But yeah, that will never die. <laughs> also mixed with the demand of people just like dying to go to shows and dying to play shows, but like mixed with the safety, it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's like this pent up thing. But gotta be safe. But yeah, man, like we all want to do it so bad. So speaking of masks, what was the influence behind the butthole mask? <laughs> <laughs> well, I came up with the the, the front. And then... <laughs> And then Dave, Dave goes, we should just put a fucking butthole on the other side. Can we do that? And I was like, yes, we can. And I'm, we're, I'm going to do that. I'm signing off. Uh, Why? I don't know. (laughs) I just thought it would look funny. And the first time I saw my family uh, last year during the whole pandemic thing, I had the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, mom? I had the bottle. I'm Mr. Thompson. Yeah. Remember in the South, South Park episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thompson. Heads. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mr. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a great move. I, I saw, like, when that got released, I saw, like, you know, all the story, the, you know, social media stories of people with their butthole masks. Yeah. <laughs> it actually mm-hmm. took off. And it know. got through. It got through, like, the, 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 algorithm or whatever didn't pick up you know oh there's a butthole <laughs> yeah there was a there was a, another interview i watched today because i was just kind of doing a little background the uh it was you on loudwire doing an interview with that with graham and uh there someone posted like they're like at 145 travis predicts the the pandemic <laughs> and like i listened to it and you're like yeah it's like a you know like a pandemic hitting or something like that he was like totally like it was like december 2019 or something you were just like yeah like, or maybe you guys were going back and forth or something like that because you were talking i, about I like went the... back there to do some press for death atlas so it was uh maybe like uh october okay 2019 or something like that but yeah yeah i went back there flew back to new york and did a bunch of press stuff and um that was one of them yeah i mean you guys, i mean i know bands like uh i mean i'm into like nerdy prog stuff now but um on top of everything else but there's this band uh Haken that came out with uh, the album Virus mm-hmm. and they were kind of it, it was a it was a based based off their last album so they went last album and then the story went to Virus and then but that was already you know it was they came up with that like in 2018 and um, they were about to release it and they had some they were basically thinking about changing the name because it was too on the head a little bit you know and they were thinking oh really uh, yeah I was thinking, did you, because you guys with the plague stuff, did you 
did you have any of that or you're just like fuck yeah we nailed it <laughs> was there any kind of like uh like double thoughts about you know having that bring it was annoying it was really yeah, fucking yeah. annoying yeah um because um i don't like people putting words in my mouth i don't totally. like people uh I, while i've always left things open to interpretation for the most as much as you know i can um i don't like it when people put words in my mouth or whatever so to or or to tell me or others what i'm thinking or what i was thinking um during certain things or whatever mm -hmm. and so that got it gets annoying you know seeing people totally. take things out of context and that's what i was talking about earlier with um whatever um but really dude if you talk about stuff that has any kind of relevance to current events current world times or whatever you're gonna that's just it, it, it's gonna happen um i think scientists were predicting this for years that something like this or that we were setting ourselves up for something like this so um i i i don't i haven't put too much thought to it man I, i've okay, been yeah. too busy uh, the, all the conspiracy theories and all this dumb bullshit it's just like i don't know i'm probably more inclined to believe it was made in the lab or whatever but um um i don't know it's it's an unfortunate thing but it's also it's we're talking you know our band while i don't consider it death metal we come from a death death metal aesthetic it obviously has that at the, at the very least um so if it's the kind of shit we talk about <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. End of the world or Satan it, or whatever the fuck it's gonna be, you know? It's I, um totally I, be something I, fucked I, up. I think your whole like album layouts, subject matter on like the last couple, like or even the last few, but like that, like especially the last two, like with the first or, or the, the the very new one and the the most recent one before that. But with like death death atlas and all that, like it's like it's like so rad. It's like that whole structure totally like ties into that, and it's like what a coincidence but it kind of makes sense even before i that. mean like, we we're, then we're we probably we probably bought ourselves a little bit of time or whatever yeah <laughs> or a little yeah, yeah. bit of relevance yeah. by by having that but it, i mean obviously it was a coincidence and and stuff and you know things like that happen and, and it's yeah. it, it it has i think actually to answer the question the original question i think it kind of has actually maybe helped us yeah um but at first yeah it was kind of like just annoying seeing uh, uh, I don't know. We put out that shirt that was actually that was actually Gabe Sieber's idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> sent me that design. He's like, "Dude, you guys should do do something with this." And I was just like, "Can I?" It's like, "Shit, yeah, go ahead." And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh yeah, t-shirts, right. stickers, buttons, <laughs> or whatever. But um, because it was it was just funny. You know, it was bring back the plate. There's got to be a, an amount of real realism, an amount of fantasy, an amount of. Mm -hmm current relevance idea uh, uh world events and, and keeping up with that that's kind of what i've always done like it's the whole cattle decapitation started out being this vegetarian uh or like a vegetarian vegan whatever focused um mostly on turning the tables on humans animal animal rights animal cruelty the, the mm -hmm. state of the united states um meat industry mm -hmm. and uh 
you know, like I was saying, it, it, there's only so long you can really talk about that kind of stuff and, and um, started moving on to having each album be, have like a central focus to where there's even a few songs that reference what's going on on the cover or what's going on with the theme and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But um, it has to have things peppered throughout there. Like obviously forced gender reassignment has zero to do with fucking uh, landfills or, you know, um, with the, mm -hmm. the concepts of a monolith of inhumanity that have mm -hmm. these recurring each, there's songs on there that are almost like, you could say they're almost about, they're all about the same thing, but they're told differently or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, I like to switch it up. I like to have yeah. stuff in yeah. there. I've never been able to write, I've never tried to though, write a concept record where it's like, it tells but a story from beginning. The crazy part end. with that Atlas, it's also that it's, it's so perfect the way the album is made. It's the, uh, lyrics wise and with the whole theme, it's, it's the end. You know, what I was really like the most, end of our world. It, it has a finality to it, it. a very it's heavy strange. weight to it of a finality. So people are like, you know, well, what are you going to do now? And I trust me, I have it figured out. It's freaky, but we're going to do it. And, um, and lyrics what I was like what I was really stoked on was the way when when I realized and we did the vinyl splits because you have when you when you lay out of a record an LP if it's especially if it's a two disc like this was the record was long enough to be a two disc the way the tracks fell on uh well like the way it was had to be broken up time wise for mm -hmm. the um to be at 45 rpm spread across two LPs four sides uh the way they fell on uh, onto that the those records, I, I've never seen anything like it. We we don't have that kind of luck. The the conceptually, because each side starts out with like a intro or something. Is whereas if you listen to it on the mm -hmm. CD, the whole thing kind of goes in one shot. It's kind of seamless. Yeah. But on the LPs, we actually had to make seams. We couldn't have two songs going to each other. Otero had to have one decay, and then the next one starts with whatever intro or whatever. So if you look at the the way the sequence goes i don't think we'll ever be able to achieve that again it was it, it was an That's accident awesome. and it's it's my things like that are what i consider my pride and joy the just dumb layout stuff you know i i yeah. I've, I've been doing tape layouts and cd or whatever layouts since i was a kid um when i would take fucking music from metallica and not metallica but megadeth and, and whoever did you know the the main thrash and speed metal bands whoever did like instrumentals you know how every album back then would have like an instrumental i would take that fucking instrumental and do lyrics and vocals to it and take a fucking mm -hmm. uh karaoke machine dude. so you could play on one side and then record on the other the and same i same exact shit i did dude. really that's how i fucking developed the fucking guttural technique i want to hear your vocals layering. dude over like Me i want to hear it i had a dual tape lyrics i fucking made the tape i made the tape layout dude let's hear it the band was called the infected and i i remember using into the lungs of hell from megadeth you know writing lyrics over that and cool stupid i mean i was a kid that was better 12 or whatever but i did that for bass man 
for songs that didn't have any bass, like uh, the song on, on Sound of Perseverance, I think it's Voice of the Soul. Yeah. Mm. When I was like 16 years old, I wrote a bass line for that song. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, shit. Okay, that was my, the first time I wrote something, like, I, and like, I don't know, it was really yeah that was my alarm, like a new, that was my alarm a new, for like, like three years dude. sound a new color to the song and i was like shit yeah can you imagine i do the same thing but for a song that i play with the same the, the band like that'd be great because nobody was doing that but like not soloing bass but mm-hmm. you know there's but, no there's not many bass forward bands no. Vavoro, I mean, what's in up, this dude? Metal, in metal at least. <laughs> Except Joel's favorite band. Who? <laughs> uh, oh, no, it's, yeah, it's inside joke with Pavor. I'm not a big fan. Anyway, <laughs> seriously? So I mean, good, dude. I actually, did I nail that one? You nailed. Pavor? You just nailed it. Yep, yep. <laughs> what the fuck? It's <laughs> yeah, the only band that, that that I know of in the in you know uh, super bass forward extreme metal. The, yeah, the most bass forward. You know who that is, right? That's, That's the right here from Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Yeah, Anthony dude. talks to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. He actually, uh, Travis, you might be interested in it. He did a, a, a solo album in 2009. Um, that was one easily probably my album of the year. Dude, um, I fucking loved, loved it too, dude. I love I that fucking shit. Love Fuck, it, there's dude. nothing like it, dude. There's dude. nothing like that thing. That I we listened to that nonstop. Constantly during the Death Atlas Hell recording yeah, session, dude. Yeah. I, I fucking Constantly. love hearing that, dude, because so I really album? appreciate the shit dude, out of that, dude. It's fucked up. It is My one of the coolest things to come out Fucking rules, dude. I love that fucking dude. Yeah, hell yeah. What's dude. it called? Oh, sick, dude. Just put me on the spot, dude. It's all in You're, 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 you're interested, Joe. It's mine. Okay. mine so I, it's no, like, it's a different band. Yeah, for, it's It's under his name. It's under, he's, it's just Reiner Landferman. And then it's a, like a chick doing ballet on the cover. Yeah. It was made, it was made for, I ordered some the ballet art book from him. I ordered the art book from him because it came in an art book. For, I'm, I'm a, like a collector of that type of shit. Yeah. I like to have, obscure there's like 50 copies of this did you open my, it I, I dude okay full disclosure, i didn't open I mine two. full disclosure, oh, I, I was two, gonna do dude. that i was gonna do that <laughs> I bought two, dude i bought two one to open and one to fucking leave sealed dude because it comes in a beautiful package dude. it's it comes beautiful in that, that black paper it's all fucking yeah i couldn't bring myself to open it shit, dude I was yeah like, I got it off of the band camp Yeah, so I, totally, I, dude. I, I have access to the tracks or whatever, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't really care about. Yeah, and the, and the book's still cool as fuck to look through, but yeah, I, I know where you're at, dude. If you're going to get one copy and then it shows up well, like the, that, dude. He, he put he put like a video or, or images of something of the inside of the book, so I'm like, well, I could see it here. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm hijacking. Yeah. To, uh, Boom, there it is. Oh, oh shit. That's fancy. Mein Wort in Diner. Diner Dunkelheit. Yeah, it's actually, you know, it's a lot about a, a past relationship. You know, there's the p- journey of heartbreak to seems like. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now remember that thing, dude? Yeah. I, do, I, do have <laughs> I was this, playing I do it nonstop in the studio. Uh, oh, it's great, dude. And then another. Yeah, just he is fucking crazy. Shreds. Yeah. yeah, dude. And then that Bethlehem shit's just that album is fucking ridiculous, obviously. Oh. Yeah, His vocals are just yeah. another it's like it, really, it's like really the agonizing out. version of it. You know what the story behind that is? 
fucking, you can remind us right he now. He was just he was just recording them. He was producing them, and it was like their singer left or, or something. He didn't finish the record or whatever, so he mm-hmm. stepped in and did the, all the vocals. Boom. Wow. Next thing you know, everybody fucking uh, this guy accidentally stepped on the fucking landmine, dude, and just mm-hmm. it, dude. Was that the oh, album where they out. were like, where they were like in, on the inside, they're all shooting like heroin? <laughs> well, he's like, I think he was, I don't know if he was really doing it or insinuating <laughs> it, it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, it's Dick dark metal, car. dude. It's yeah, yeah. very depressive shit. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely love, borderline love, suicide. Love that, you know? But yeah. it's a great fucking record. That's a great record. And then, yeah. So those types of vocals, he brings them back for that yeah. project. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but, <laughs> love it, dude. It sounds that dude. sounds funny, but it doesn't like that. But it, oh, when, yeah, yeah, in that, that. when you get in that vibe and you understand exactly what he's doing, dude, it's a fucking great. Well, job, uh, the woman they have now doing vocals is fucking sick, dude. She's up there with him easily. Oh yeah, yeah. I've um, seen the, some of the videos. Yeah. God, what's her fucking name? I forgot. She's in that right band. Now. Us. Yeah. Uh, something. Satanic slaughter cult or what? what oh, uh, doc, darkened nocturne. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's the drummer of Pavor's uh, black metal band. That's he drums. He drums on all the records. Oh, really? Darkened, darkened nocturne slaughter. Slaughter cult. cult. That's funny. There it is. That's dude. funny. You're right about the bass thing, dude. It is kind of like all right. I because he produced and and he is the bassist and, yeah. and stuff in Pavor. That's his baby. Yeah. So it's funny to hear. Oh, that. so the, he does be shreds. Yeah, yeah, he's a shredding bass player, dude. Yeah, yeah. So the that's album, like a project uh, where everybody was just like, you. "Let's go as extreme as we possibly can with this," you know. I love those records. It. I love those totally, records. Totally, dude. Fuck yeah! Far cry from Bethlehem. What's up, Joel? Travis, <laughs> I, 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 I feel like Travis could like do. We're this. turning Joel right now. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Hold on. I feel like Travis could like do those kind of vocals, like that painfully. <laughs> I mean, I'm very heavily inspired by that guy. Yeah, dude. Of course he does. We call him yeah. Ghosts. Um, it's actually, I feel it was more of a Luke LeMay started it. Uh, not, he didn't, it's not that he started it, but for us, uh, Obscuro was such a huge inspiration. You know, his vocals are very distinct. Oh, Luke LeMay yeah. is amazing. We, I, I do layers of those once in a while. We call them ghosts. The first time I heard that was on the Dark Throne album. You know the... Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark Throne. Super okay. weird ghost voice out of nowhere. It was on the Dark Throne album. haunting. Yeah. But maybe yeah. Dark Throne took that from Gorgats because it was well, between... Leviathan does uh, it. The like, first and the second. It's old. It's an old school thing. You know, people have been doing it for years, but yeah. the one that took it to like operatic extremes was Landforman. Mm-hmm. Reiner, you know, he yep. just fucking. Speaking of off product extremes, another project that you were involved with that I fucking love is uh, you were on the not the newest, or I, I'm sorry if you were on the newest, because but the previous Igor, oh. you did a couple of spots oh, on that God. shit, right? Yeah, so good. So that's good, a band dude. I've been dying to try to get out here to do. Yes, like, dude, you fit fucking so well on both those. I think it was two or maybe three tracks you did on that yeah. previous one. Savage sinusoid. There you go. Yeah. So I got into it with nostril. He's all about noses, dude. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) You're right. I never even thought about that. Weird. Dude, revelations. (laughs) 
Uh, no, but they, yeah, dude. No, both both killer fucking spots that dude. I that stand out in my head right now. It it was perfect. I knew. You got exactly. it. Have you heard uh, her album? Uh, the 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 opera singer. I haven't, singer. but I love I love when I love her what she contributes to the project too. So I'd love to check out what she's, she's doing. She's fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah, she's it's called Bryson. And live Rising. too. You see the live videos of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Killer. I've never oh, been yeah. able to see them live, unfortunately. We well, just you, each you other YouTube it or whatever. And yeah. Oh, I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. She, Those she, live videos are insane. Yeah. Dude, is Erland gonna go? Is Erland gonna go on tour with them? Is he gonna be a part of the live act? That would be Who's sick. Erland uh, Casperson based on the last two. Yeah, he oh. did bass for both right. albums. Yeah. But not all all the tracks. Yeah, I think the guy from they added a drummer. They added a drummer, but that's, I think, the extent of it. Yeah, it's just a big mishmash of so much shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think all that other stuff would probably be something that whatever the fuck Gautier is doing back there behind the laptop. I don't, it's insane. I don't know. insane. Yeah. 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 How, many, how many singers they added? Like three or two? Two. There's two guy, one chase? The so, dude, his or, his project, uh, I don't Lohan? know how to say it. X-O-O-X. I know what you're talking yeah. about. O-X-X-O-X-O-O-X. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. That I play that scary, like man. yeah, I play that like every night in the fucking in the yeah. bandwagon. Yeah, nice. that guy's definitely a, a a killer brain, dude. That guy's yeah, a dude. killer brain. Um, he is the best. We had a we had a, a fan ask a question about the. I think we can cycle back to this because it's kind of relevant to the guy behind the laptop thing. Uh, the what he called the the bumper tracks on on Death Atlas. And you're talking oh, yeah. about how they fit so perfectly. <laughs> he just wanted to know more about uh, how those were created. Was that mostly you or all you, Travis? Or? Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. Um, just, you know, synthesizer, whatever. I'm pretty sure I want, I, so I know it, 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 seems, it seems pathetic. I should know this. <laughs> I should be able to say yes right off the top of my tongue. I believe, yeah. Well, whatever it says in the liner notes is legit. <laughs> um, there's a few things about that, like, uh, I had my sister on one of them. Um, basically, nice. years ago, I kind of took it upon myself to try to make sure that that stuff, that intros and stuff, find themselves into the recordings because I was already making them for the live live shows. I hate talking to the crowd. I personally not a fan of engaging on that level. No offense to people. It's just, I mean, listen to my fucking talking voice, man. I sound like a fucking <laughs> soccer mom, you know, like. I got this high-ass talking voice. It's fucking annoying. Um, Amy gets your ass in the van. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I, I'm not really. Uh, you don't um, really sound like that. My no. engagement, I'd rather have be through the, while we're playing. You know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I hate frontmen. Hey, motherfuckers! You motherfuckers! It's like, <laughs> why do you assume everybody has sex with their mom? <laughs> I don't get that. No, but everybody's God. a motherfucker to these guys. So, and I'm, <laughs> I'm no different. I don't know what it is. We we always end up calling people motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm just not. If I could cut as much of that out as possible, I'm gonna try to do that. So, um, for a while, I was I had this setup, and I would do noise and shit between songs. Even it was just like, you know, um, I'd rather let the stuff. I, I don't know. I always liked going and seeing shows, and then the atmospheric stuff between songs. Odious was that to me. Way that's too, dude. it's we much more interesting. In empty space. I mean, we talk over the, all the soundscape <laughs> shit, but there would always be soundscapes, you know. Yeah, it's much more interesting than being called a motherfucker. 
There is. I think it keeps or, or seeing a, a base level of energy going too. Night. Yeah. What was that, Ali? You know, some some bands are like they do the same speeches every night, no matter what. So See, I hate that too. Fired up. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. I people actually. There's... I don't know why people really respond to that. Um. And I've actually seen people go like, that dude's a horrible front man. He doesn't engage with the audience. I'm just like. <laughs> but the guys I, who say the same thing every night, they may not like to engage either, but they found something that they could just like get into like autopilot with. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I get, I get that, it. There's, but, there's but parts that are like some, that. Sometimes, man, when there's no crowd, then you're like, are you fucking Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. Chill out. Yeah. It's obvious there's nobody out there. <laughs> yeah. It's cheesy either way, but I, I personally yeah. am I could do with just having samples in between songs and stuff. Dude, I, I saw Mastodon playing a show without saying a word. Well, it was great. <laughs> it was it's cool. better though. It's cool. I saw Mastodon Attack the and it was the same the thing. Right, the right ambience in between songs. Yeah. It was like, great. We speak enough in our music, just listen to it. You know? It's always depend of what you want to bring as an artist, like uh, as a show. Like I, I know for uh, Cattle, uh, Death Atlas, the whole thing, we had a, a very solid set list. It was almost like uh, the album. It, it's almost like you're listening to the album, but but in between the songs, we play a bunch of classics, you know. So it was cool. So. I can't remember. Yeah, we finally, I think, finally put together I think, I think what we felt was a good set. speeches during the whole set? Yeah. Or yeah. You didn't have to talk that much. Yeah. I think, I think it was cool, though. And every time you talk, though, it was like, people freaked out. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, when I mean, you have, like, nine good albums. I'm, a, I'm all about the show, so. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. When Monolith was I, I going. I would rather put the show that. Let's put it this way. I want to see, I want to play the show that I want to see. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if I pay money to see a show, because I was disappointed big time with a lot of bands, a lot of bands back then. I will not mention any bands, but someone like no, I will never disappoint any people that pay ticket to see us, because I will put the same show every night, no matter what, no matter if I. If I'm hungover as fuck or Dude. sick or whatever, I'm going to bring the same shit every night it, or even better because you know what it is, how it is. Uh, if the crowd's on fire, yeah, you're going to be, you feed off that energy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. That so Montreal show at the medley that, that, that you're that I was talking about that oh. was insanely loud. Like I was hungover as fuck and barfed on the stairs before I walked in. <laughs> like, mm. Before I walked on stage, Enjoy. I was like, "Yeah, I was." Fucking... There was another show at the medley that you guys played, and it was like a mashup of two tours together. It was like Suffo or and was the haunted the the haunted in darkest hour or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I think there. like fifteen think bands so, yeah. played, but when you guys played, it was like. Inside and you play like what 15 minutes? Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like, like nonsense. Song. You travel all that I know. to play 15 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty much how, how how we rolled back then. We had like a dude 30 minutes. 
Obviously, with Nerexus, at some point, we played for nobody. On the, the Sepultura tour, we played, and the Nerexus. door were still closed, and the tour manager was like, you guys up now. <laughs> like, dude, there's no one there. Like, now. Yeah. So weird. Okay. Just, there will I be remember anomalies. We were jamming. Yeah. We, we were just rehearsing songs for the next tour. Like, okay, let's bring that song back in the set list. <laughs> There's no one in there anyway. Fuck it. Actually, the we with uh, Travis, we, we played a song or a, a show with you guys with Necrophagus. It was their first time they ever played San Francisco. That's when they got robbed and a bunch of stuff. But uh, I was like, beg, it was like animosity. You guys, alarm, Arsis, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and necrophages, mm -hmm. and um, yep. we basically like I, I, you know, AOL instant messengered this promoter guy to death until he was like, okay, we'll let you play. Well, you know, we don't pay you anything. You guys can play. Yeah, and so it was the same thing. We started playing, and there was just the doors weren't open, <laughs> but they opened as like the you know first half of the song, People was came done. In. and they were slowly. It was like a line around the fucking building, but. You know, slowly people started coming in and saying it. Cool as fuck to see Odious's logo on that flyer, dude. I, I know that's all I, I cared about. My man, archive that shit. I, I got the, it. The, the sad part about uh, the Sepultura tour is Neraxis. We were uh, second band on the bill. The first band was Bonded by Blood. Dude, on that tour, most of the time they never play. They didn't play at this all because. Because shit happens, you know, we're late. So we're like, okay, so take down the drums. Nerexus is starting to set. So, and dude, Nerexus, we played, I remember a show, I think it was in Kentucky or something. We played four minutes. We played a song and we stopped before the end. Oh my God. I think you. Are you going for like world Travel record fastest set? This way to play four minutes, man. Can you imagine? Jesus. Oh, we were on tour with fucking Cryptopsy in 04, 05, or what? The first tour we did with Cryptopsy where we met him and everything. And uh, one show, we were, our, our, we had this vehicle trouble. So we showed up. Obviously, Crypt, Cryptopsy ended up having to play. And when we showed up, Flo actually let us fucking jump on their fucking gear and play oh, like. Damn. We did, we had this, it was called the Garden Medley. <laughs> it was like five songs from the first two records, which back then our songs were 30, 40 seconds long. And um, we did them all back to back. It was like the whole song was like three minutes or two and a half minutes or something. So they let us play like a two and a half minute set or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> on their gear for the for their crowd and uh, so fucking grindcore. Because we showed up, we, we, we tried making the show, but man. That's the insane, man. Those guys are sick. Just, I love the cryptopsy. Fuck yeah. Oh, Flo's, yeah. Flo's the man. Dude. Yeah, Flo's fucking just awesome. Thinking think about uh, it, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I just remember a show in Tucson, Arizona, and it was like a festival on a Tuesday <laughs> out of nowhere. And they start yeah. the show at 1 p.m. And check it out. First band of the day was a simple true tribute band. And they play for an hour. Okay. It was an indoor venue. So they, they had two stages, but mm. only one snake to connect all the, the, the gear to the board, whatever. Sure. All of the local bands played. 
the tour packages, nobody played but Sepultura. <laughs> so Belfegor didn't play. Uh, Naraxis, hey, dude, dude, nobody that shit played is, but the infuriating tribute oh, played. <laughs> but the locals had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so as direct support, we had a band playing songs from Horizon. You know, dude, direct stuff support. That you don't play. <laughs> direct supports the the slot that gets. They they're the ones that have to take up all the slack for when people fuck up. You know, because it's not going to be the headline. The, the headliner never. It's they like a given. They they don't get they fucked over. It's always that direct support band. It's like assistant direct support manager. Times. Yes, <laughs> ends up doing the managerial position. Kind of <laughs> hey, yeah, assistant manager is the. Yeah, I've never heard of a cover it. band going before a band band. You know, yeah. like, I was just before their real, well, you, the real deal. No yeah, shit, dude. That was my same thought earlier, and I was like, I don't know if I'm t- if he said that, and I don't want to act like an asshole and think that it, he didn't say Sepultura hey. twice. I know he heard I heard Sepultura and <laughs> Sepultura cover band, but maybe he was just referring to that the band. same day. And that's fucking strange. Sepultura, they were. Sepultura, they were really yeah. weird to tour with because uh, <laughs> our second night of the tour was at the Opera uh, Opera House in Toronto, yeah. and it was very like clear on the contract: no spilled water on stage. But still, you guys, I still was still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex. The, the, the singer of Naraxis, like he just like okay. threw yeah. waters on his head. Like, oh, he's a wrestler. That's the weirdest after shit I've ever heard. Set, after our yeah. set that night, I'm not kidding you. The tour manager came on stage after the a second after the last note. He came on stage with a mop. He fucking gave the mop to our singer. He was like, "You're gonna oh. clean that shit now." Damn. So Alex mopped Alex wow. <laughs> in front of a sold out opera house. Embarrassing. Oh my god. Oh Alex is like a wrestler too. He could just be like, fuck he's, you. Uh, he's a wrestler. He, he's a former champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, back then I I pay full price ticket. To be in the crowd <laughs> i was 19 years old back then damn and it was the summer right after that i uh, naraxis they put like a uh like an ad on, i can't remember was it facebook or myspace i can remember they were looking for bass player and i just said uh, oh, i will be interested but i'm obviously way too young i was like 18 Rob was like 31, 32, or whatever. And they called me and said, no, you're not too young. You want to try out? Let's go. That's Fresh that. meat. And, yeah, and, perfect. And then, <laughs> dude, I did the audition. And you know what? Apparently, I, I don't know. Uh, Alex, the singer, told me. But apparently, some people message, messaged them. And they were like, oh, so Ollie is trying out. I'm done. He got a job. Oh, I was 19. other people. Yeah. I was 19 years old. I did nothing back then. I, like, I mean, I, there was a TV show here in Montreal. It was like the equivalent of MTV. 
and I did one spot for 30 seconds. I did like a crazy tapping stuff. But other than that, nobody's never heard of me. Like, how comes that people turned out the audition for Miraxis because they heard I'm doing it? Hmm. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> but Maybe it was then, just a 30 I mean, second tapping video. Dude. Yeah. Because you're the man. Dude, I can send you the video. It's not that. It's not that cool. <laughs> it might be cool for a twelve years old kid, <laughs> but for us right now, it's like keep working. <laughs> I see. Keep working on your stuff. It's pretty bad. I still remember when I first saw you guys at the San Francisco show. Uh, you know Francois, the yeah, merch guy. Corpse Francois. <laughs> Francois. He was. Uh, dude. Sure. He used. To, dude. He used to date my girlfriend's best friends so oh, okay. we're together all the time i think they actually both stayed at my house also, well, yeah, AKA the, yeah yeah the, he was uh who was the bass player before you in Naraxis? Why, why is my brain blanking on that Jan Tiel. Okay. have you met Tiel though because he never he, he didn't tour that we much pl- did, so did maybe you didn't tour? met it have you met josh josh, josh table from Boston. Oh, that's who it was. That's who it was. Josh from... He used, uh, he, he, he used to fill in in Araxis. Yep. He's a fucking cool guy, though. Totally. And uh, I remember, like, after watching that set, he was like, I went up to go buy some Naraxis merch, and uh, he was like, that new bass player, like, he's a fucking kid, dude. That guy is shredding. That guy is like, that guy, you can hear every note he plays, blah, blah, blah. And he's all, he's all, unlike you, Joel, I can't hear anything you play in Decrepit. <laughs> Dude. And I was like, "Fuck you, friends!" I had like my like pretty girlfriend with me at the time. I'm like, "Dude, fuck you!" Like, <laughs> dude, my first show with Ner- with Naraxis. Check it out. It was Naraxis headline. The the direct support was the last Teloni. I don't know if you heard of that. Band. Oh yeah, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Dominic. The, Dominic. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The, but the third band was Revocation. Oh wow. So in 2008, I played my first real show with Revocation. And I remember the next day in the Ottawa newspaper, they said, the new bass player is totally awesome, but he looks like he's six years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Fair enough. Dude. Can you imagine? I'm 30, 31 years old in two months, and I mm-hmm. still look like I'm 16. So it's yeah. Pretty... Eh, you look 24. Gonna... <laughs> uh, okay. dude, my dad is 50. I think once you can connect, dude, I think that's and people... your dad's in your in his 50s. My my dad is like 52, 53, and Jesus. Dude, no joke, man. Like two years ago, he went to a depanner, like to a convenience store to get some beers and they asked him for his idea like <laughs> like dude that's my future right there yeah props, you got those baby props the pops dude looking yeah, yeah. Like, uh, baby face forever dude <laughs> hey you know first time i grew facial hair i'm doing good you know, man friend, check it out you take pride yeah. in that shit once you can get it dude hey dude same here man i fucking it's, it's i've never really been able to with, do it I yeah. can't do this stuff. I can't do the, all this stuff up here. It, just it's like pure to... laziness. 
It is. That's exactly where it starts. You're like, dude, yeah. I don't have to do And I wear a mask all the time. But then you're like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, I could rock the beard and then the five o'clock shadow on the neck. You know, I'll just do the neck like once a week. <laughs> yeah. It's a first for me too, dude. I've never been able to. Well, I've always had this problem where it kind of like, it's really thick. So it grows back into my face and just scratches me. And then I just end up cutting it. But this time I... Like it didn't that didn't happen. I just let it go. So now I'm actually like, holy shit, I dawned on me recently, like maybe a few weeks ago. I was just like, I actually have a beard. What the fuck? Yeah. You got some nice I've never been able to grow one. Of of course, it's gotta yeah, be gray. I look that makes good, me look man. like I'm ten years <laughs> older than good. I am. <laughs> well, thanks. So who knows? Maybe yeah, I'll try to keep it going. You feel like we, good, it's dude. been like a long time yeah. since I saw you guys. I know. This is, <laughs> I know Travis has a, be- a beard, man. A gray <laughs> or like a, a full-on Santa always, Claus one. Lockdown experiment. Interesting. Fuck it. Just let it go. And now I... This is what the plague really does to you. <laughs> He's all, yeah. Kenny Rogers is our singer now? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Christopherson. <laughs> yeah, I got the the what do you call it the the David Vincent thing going right here. Just... Oh yeah, you got the oh whoa, dude, that's <laughs> dude, that's, so that's sticking brown. Okay. So your mustache is sticking yeah, brown. Like it's weird. Yeah, from my eyebrow down my mustache, dude. Right. There. Oh, is it? It's a line. And there's like yeah, a dude, like look. If you look at my eyebrow, like it looks like that part's missing, but it's mm-hmm. gray and it goes in a straight line down my what mustache. That's cool. That's cool. fucking cool. Yeah, in the light, that's fucking weird, right? See, Happened biology the... is fucking awesome. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's just all, yeah. We, all our individual fucking visual whatevers, dude. All right. <laughs> Maybe we should it, it, start trying to wrap this whatever. up. <laughs> it has been like fucking forever. It has, dude. <laughs> but thanks for fucking sticking around and fucking yeah. chatting with us. Thanks yeah, for having us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, had a really I, good I could time. tell I, I could tell how wasted Ollie's getting or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen this a million times. The, the, he, yeah, is the funnest dude, he is the funnest dude when you're drinking as well. Like, I just yeah. have the Thank funnest... You, that the the time when I was pretty shitty and and uh, you took me to Suplex City. It's Suplex on the, the video on that video where I was like I started crowd killing the the the, the band and the crowd <laughs> at the, Cause the cabin. When I'm drunk, I because that's the thing. When I'm drunk, I pretend I'm Brock Lesnar. I'm like I'm gonna bring you to Suplex City, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So it's yeah. a fictional place, dude. It's not I was, even real. I was like, I was, what? we had just left <laughs> and all of us were fucking ticket. hammed. It's a one-way ticket to Soup Lake City. No turning back. I'm gonna bring you oh, there. That's fucking great, oh, dude. Shit. I fucking miss you, dude. I was like, is this like a special fucking place people go to like fucking wrestle? Yeah. Fucking... No, He's dude. way into wrestling. Actually, if I Soup Lake you, it means I love you. Ah, oh, dude, I want to get <laughs> suplexed really bad right now, dude. dude I want to feel that love. A lot dude. of people. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. gotten around uh, with those suplexes, dude. Two forty, give it a shot. <laughs> but oh man, this old pandemic changed everything, though. Because, uh, dude, I love drinking and having fun with people, but drinking by myself and yeah. Oh, 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 you know, I don't even know when's the next time I'm going to see you 
for real. So I'm like, uh, it's probably a it's year. Well, probably it's a year been, and a it's, half. It's, it's been a year, man. Fuck. Well, this is fucking crazy. Uh, we could do at this the, at right the beginning. Now, man, it's probably going to be another year from now, though, is what I'm saying. Like next. Yeah. I mean, I know what we're looking at. We're looking at touring like next February or something like starting. Yeah. There's people trying to make it happen in October and stuff like that, and September and whatever. October is, yeah. and, but but you know, do, do you want to come back? I mean, do you really want to? I, mean, I want to get out there too. Don't, don't get me wrong, Jesus. But yeah, do you really want to go back to like twenty five percent? Yeah, yeah, like how it used to be in the old days, or just you know when you're yeah in the Midwest, <laughs> yeah, or actually. Some of the sickest shows are actually out there, but you know those those <laughs> those random sea market spots where you're just like, you know, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't feel like going back to that. I totally. I don't really feel like doing it. I mean, it makes sense, especially if you know financially. That's the thing that comes into play because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, will that even work financially? You know, yeah. because I'm 46 years old. I'm not trying to, you know. And this is your guy's gig, you know? We have so to like, make the ends meet. And that mm-hmm. shit costs fucking money. Everything totally, does. So totally. that, that's going to be a big factor. But I personally, this whole time, I've had hope. Mm-hmm. Which is very unlike me. But I've, <laughs> I've kind of had uh, a pretty optimistic outlook. I, I know we're going to get back to stuff. I, I, there hasn't been a moment where I was like, oh shit, is this it? You know, because let's face it, we've patterned our lives around this stuff mm-hmm. um yeah. no we'll adapt and we'll move on and eventually get yeah back it, it'll it. get back I, there hasn't been a moment where i really tripped out and i there- i've seen my friends do it and i've seen other people uh do it um nobody in the band you know for those people i tried to be just support you know just yeah. like you know be the it it fucked over a lot of fucking people i just happened to you know, I've, I've always, or I've been self-employed for 12 years doing, um, selling on eBay and shit like that. So, um, I, I was cut out for this. I I've been able to make that shit, uh, get so to the point where I was able to be thrive a little bit. I'm sure third party, you know, my sister actually, uh, she was on CNN. There was a, 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 a story they, or this editorial, like this feature they did about people that their lives just ended with, with, with COVID. And then there's total polar opposites, people that thrived. And that was actually my sister. She's a voice. Um, she's a voiceover actor. Oh shit. She's on death yeah. Atlas. She's the one that does the, you know, yeah, I know uh, I'm sure. one of the great dying tracks. So, yeah. um, but she does like straight up Colgate commercials and just whatever, yeah, uh, all yeah. sorts of crap. Um, and does lives off of it now and so that's one of those things where it was like she was able to thrive because there was still there was still business but um it's a home-based thing people that had to go punch a clock or or whatever that's where shit got dicey Um, and if more people are at home you gotta have you can't just come at them with the same commercial so she's probably got to do multiple runs of all sorts of shit yeah it's fucking awesome and she started like two years ago that's That's fucking rad dude i i will she hit me up going hey i'm thinking about doing this i was like well no offense but you're gonna have to learn engineering or either one of your parents 
I don't even want to do that shit. I'm were either one of your parents in the voice shit? Were either one of your no, parents? No, 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 no. My dad was a judge. Like no, no. Uh, they were always like, like I'm he just was a seeing lawyer. the correlation between your sister and you both with she, doing we just have the microphone. She has a bubbly personality. Let's put it nice. that way. She does the very, uh, she, she does a perfect standard white woman, you know, voice. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you would call it. Um, and she nails it she's really fucking good she at it. makes you want to brush your teeth that's what yeah. you're saying. she does all sorts of cool um she can do like character stuff too she's just got a really sparkly kind of personality and and um i don't know just has always had that part in her i think she probably gets it from my mom totally dude and i was gonna say with the ebay thing like people i'm sure tons of people are fucking making a killing on ebay for or or you will i mean a lot of people that people can't get their hands on now a, a lot of people you know still did lyft and uber and all that kind of shit i think you know just that's the band guy thing to fall back on for a lot of guys you know? yeah, yeah as long as you yeah yeah i mean that whole gig economy thing just <gasps> opened totally. up so like pizza crazy. delivery guys nothing changed for them there's <laughs> actually, oh, no, they, actually they went up they went, yeah. yeah they went up dude yeah hey the yeah. uber driver man they made it's pretty fucking relaxed. I don't know in the in California, but in Quebec here, the, on Uber you can just order food and drop it. Yeah, I do that like on your front porch. Not way too much. When you're there, we don't care. Yeah, order stuff, we bring it to you. So. Mm -hmm. My so, uh, my OnlyFans and, account and, has and really and been I'm popping on too. Uh... <laughs> What's that? I was kidding. <laughs> I, I said that uh, uh that my OnlyFans account has been popping. Oh. Actually, I've been selling. I've been doing a Depop. Yeah, that's what um, I was going to ask you in the beginning because I mean, we were trying to plug stuff. Yeah, I should have plugged that. What the yeah, fuck yeah. am I doing, dumbass? Um, we never prepare for these much either, dude. Um, I, I ordered a shirt off Travis because he did. He went live or something. Was like, oh, yeah. I got these. Oh, shirts. really? I got cat hair on it, and I'm like, ah, oh, my cat. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, like, bought one immediately. The um, Trisler Ryan, right out of nowhere. The uh, <laughs> well, hey, did the whole live thing? That's because that is the algorithms of these um social media platforms. Mm -hmm. They love live uh, when you go live. So that's a great way to to get people looking at your shit, because um, everything else is so truncated. You know, they they limit so much shit. But there's certain things that you can do. Going live is one of them. That algorithm seems to really love that. So yeah, let's all the people. I try to do that. When, but anyways, I, I started a Depop account, so I've been selling like old shirts and just shit that I've accumulated over the years. It started from me having the moving into the new place and having to get rid of some shit because it was just getting to be too much um and i got a lot of stuff so i'm gonna it's called you can find me at depopitation yes <laughs> of course um <laughs> so i've been doing that and have honestly i have fun doing it because it's just it's fun like i'm able to i don't know get rid of stuff at the same time as you know i don't know it's just been fun i needed to step it up because i've just been uh, it's mostly like old metal shirts or just shirts yeah or whatever like to be on yeah everything like to be honest it's all sorts of shit oh yeah um but old you know there's stuff i have like tons of or quantity of you know certain mm -hmm. yeah. cds or just all sorts of dumb shit stuff i've collected and stuff that's just accumulated 
I'm a collector of CDs, LPs. You know, Same um, too, dude. I like physical shit. Yeah, I'm a bit, definitely a physical collector, and I've finally upgraded my my stereo. Um, to I mean, it's still a piece of shit, but uh, I I do a lot of thrift store shopping or uh, thrifting. You know, it's yeah to find stuff that's to to flip. You know, or whatever. Um, and so I've been keeping my eyes open for decent components, you know, stereo components and shit. So I put together pretty decent, finally a decent uh, turntable setup. And because uh, I was on the edge of just going, you know what, maybe I should just sell my fucking records, man, because uh, this is, this shit sounds like shit. And I we got I've a never... little peek. We got a little peek into that collection earlier when you took us into the caverns real quick. I saw a bunch of LPs. Oh, that's my, uh, the stuff I have, the inventory I have online. Oh, okay. So Years ago, when when, when like warehouse, real quick. Well, well, when when uh, Tower Records went under, <laughs> they you know they had these sales. It was just like, come get it. Like, we're going under. It's our out going out of business sale. That's where I started everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because they it was like I I was there you know looking shit up on my phone, and then they're like, all right, fuck it, everything's fifty cents each, and I was just like, <laughs> they yeah. just started grabbing shit just uh me and my friends were like fuck it so that's one of the things that helped um kick that off help me get to where i could quit my my day job at the record store and that's stuff sick, like that. i worked at record stores for years um so uh then i just basically learned what they were doing and attributed it to my home uh and started doing it here and um it's fun it's it's like fishing without killing anything <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> Yeah, when you Looking find for stuff and finding it, yeah, that, yeah, this goes. That I used to have a scanner. Crazy. I was awesome. one of those dickheads that had yeah, a scanner. Chris from Cryptopsy <laughs> was also working city, uh, yeah. like a, a record store and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people they don't know what's the feeling. Uh, just you go there and you're looking, looking for something. Yeah. Having yeah, to look yeah. at thanks lists like death metal is great for that. Oh, yeah. Every every band had a thanks totally. just massive a whole panel dedicated to fucking thanks. And that's where you went and looked and oh that name sounds cool. You look it up. Oh, there's uh the, the cover looks sick or the cover looks stupid, and that's how you exactly. kind of that's how I gauged shit, unfortunately. Because I grew up in Escondido. I didn't tape trade, I didn't know about any of that world. I I uh I'm lucky that my mom took diego sanchez and i to fucking death metal shows in san diego like oh, yeah. fucking, you know i didn't have a car until i was like 19 was, yeah uh, hey, i'm I didn't, sorry didn't to have it easy sorry to cut you off travis i could listen to you talk all night but <laughs> we're, we're coming up on the three hour mark and that's kind of ridiculous <laughs> that's no, our kind of informal dude, all good stuff dude yeah it's all good stuff okay. Um, okay. we got we got to have you back because I feel like we're only scratching the surface of. Dude, I'd love to cut. You know what would be cool? I would love to come back with like Diego. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. That would totally. be great, dude. Totally. That guy, really take I, us down memory I love that lane, guy. Dude. Yeah, I love that dude. And when we start talking, he has a knack for remembering certain things, and I have a knack for remembering certain things. So it's like you start oh, getting a bigger, pi- bigger and better it. picture. I wish he was here because he would have been all, no, dude, it was this, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm probably wrong in it's all some good. of that stuff, my, but he's the shit. talking about Travis all the time. What was that? I mean, uh, remember that, Travis? At some point, we were on tour, Kurtops in this gorge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Europe, and we called you in the middle of the night 
So we were drunk. That shit, and dude. Diego was like, yeah, of course I know Travis. Of course, he's my friend. Yeah. And we, we fucking woke you up in the middle of the it. night or something. I can't believe I answered. It was probably because it was Diego. Did, what, what, who died? You know, what the fuck? Yeah, because it was Diego. Shit. Yeah, we would love to do a strangulation-themed episode of Cali Death be Podcast. Sick. Oh, and, yeah. and, but thank you so much. Oh no, hey, thank you, man. But, yeah, yeah dude. well, you're we're the, oh, we're stoked to have fucking you Holly. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. yeah where'd you come from? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll hang out for a little bit, but we're gonna stop. Yeah, the recording we gotta sign now. off on the episode. But yeah, so uh, thank you so much, guys. Fucking, this was super cool, dude. CaliDeath.com. Hit that place hub for all your shit. Social media, Facebook, uh, fucking yeah, Instagram, exactly. <laughs> YouTube. Subscribers keep creeping up, dude. Let's fucking see those numbers rise even more. Tell your friends, fucking everybody. Smash that button. It's yeah. Fucking all those fucking gang signs. <laughs> giving you the background track. <laughs> all that shit. Love you guys. Cali see you guys next week. We got that shit. All right. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>